Three, two, one. Monkey bars. <laughs> Welcome all back. Whoa! To the Stick and Gutter podcast. I want, I definitely do not know what the fuck episode this is. I'll save you. Coming in for the assist, 93. Are you sure? Yes, I am. Because uh, New Moon was 92. Let's count. Let's count together, right? So at Wolf House was 90. What happened, what happened after Wolf La House? Casa Lobo. The Casa Lobos was number 90. I'm Jesse, by the way, since we're just not doing the oh, intro yeah, anymore. Sorry, I'm yeah. Jesse, also known as Butter. And also good uh, as uh, What happens after the Casa Lobos? Did we do Bronson we did, after Yeah, that? this is a good episode. Okay, so yeah, we did Bronson. We, did, we haven't got a podcast in a minute. Hello, yeah. everybody. We haven't got a podcast We're in a back. Minute. It's been a week. I don't know what's going on. You know, I had to <laughs> take a break. And he because took everything with him. I took everything the, with the, He had custody of the kids. We, uh, of the <laughs> we, yeah. we took a week off, so we're a little flustered. But I don't know what the fuck episode this is. I think it's <laughs> 90. We just posted 90. By yes. the time we're hearing this, it'll be fucking May, probably, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. So, <laughs> but... Um, Castle Lobo, and then we did Dancer in the Dark, right? Oh, yeah, that's so what that's it was. So that's 91. 91. Dancer in the Dark, which is That's a crazy episode, I'm sure. Sad. You Sad. know, I haven't listened to it. Sad. <laughs> yeah, we both cried. Yeah. An emotional and then, podcast. And then, we had the new, and then we had the New Moon episode that and happened after did, that. Yeah, so then we did another Twilight episode that was coming out soon. Yeah. By the time you're listening to this, you'll definitely you'll be on. You'll be online. Yeah. Um, which which is, again, this is the Twilight episode is a perfect marker to show how fucked up our schedule is because <laughs> if you follow our recording schedule, we are perfectly on track because Twilight, the New Moon, is the fucking March Twilight, right, but it's right. not going to come out until mid-April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, why do you have to stop podcasting for like a week or two? Stop breaking these fucking things. Yeah, just get it to get get online. I don't know, like, because either it's it's weird. It's like weird living in the past. It makes it makes listening to the podcasts like a little bit more enjoyable. I always Pretty enjoy funny. listening back to them, but <laughs> because it's like, what did I say? <laughs> I don't yeah. remember what I fucking said. Like I texted you about me ranting about Nietzsche and nihilism. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, what? I don't remember that at all. What kind of mood was I in? Yeah. It's so weird. It was crazy. I was also thinking about too that you know there we have an audience right now of about thirty people. I would say the best thirty people out and there consistently. You know, like those thirty people that are listening. We don't know who you are. We don't know. What's your names are? I think a lot. I think we know your names. Some of them. Yeah, we actually we actually know a great majority um, of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Thank you, first of all, but also... So much. I don't even remember what I was going to say. Completely You had forgot. some profound point about, like, our analytics at a podcast. It was completely gone. It was completely <laughs> gone. I had an interesting analytic. It is so gone. Let's just gush about... What the fuck I said. <laughs> Let's just gush about our audience, then. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so Follow much. I knew you come here. Twitter. Um, YouTube's. Hopefully, yeah. like, we'll get the YouTube to be, like, very, like, high-quality video at some point. Still recording the Zoom call, but, you know. Hey, you know, it's, we can't, we can't put our, push ourselves to be too hard on ourselves about that because it's hard. Video's hard, even though we're video filmmakers, and we know it's how hard. hard it was. Well, we it's, not, it's not that it. it's hard. It's hard when you're not in the same room. Like, when right. you're, you have to, like, record right. a Zoom call, like, a higher-quality video instead of, like, Fucking yeah. a camera out and fucking press record, baby. It's yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot more complicated than that. But, yeah, because if we were together, we could just like have a two shot of you and me and just have the camera simultaneously recording. But we yeah, were doing exactly. it before. Do you remember that one time we tried doing a video and we would have to stop every thirty like minutes because I know. Uh, that, the that camera was never gonna on. work. And then I sent you <laughs> about like 16 yeah. gigabytes of my video <laughs> file. Say, like, yeah. here, fic, put this together. Yeah, we that. can make this work. It will be simple, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. That was a failure, man. <laughs> yeah, we could never. Like the idea that we were like, yeah, we what like in the middle of like this long conversation. Oh shit! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> stop recording. Damn it! Uh, and then the video was out of sync too. It was a it, yeah, yeah it was a disaster. Super fun. So a lot of technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, but you know we're good. We're good. Fine. Anyway, at least episode, we're recording a podcast episode 94. every week. Four. No. Right. No. Ninety three. <laughs> yeah. After all that. <laughs> um, so you went to so you just got back from then and you were skiing after and Colorado. Shit. Yes, sir. Yes, I was skiing. Yeah, I was skiing for a day. One day, cause it's expensive over there. Yeah. So I only did, I only did one day. But you were, you were at Man. like, you were at your friend's house most of the time, just chilling and asking. Yeah, I wonder Max, who most likely is listening to this. Hey, you're <laughs> one of the thirty. Lives. Thanks, Max. We do know he your lives. name. We know who and you are. <laughs> we know where you live. Who <laughs> <laughs> lives? In there's a house in Aspen. That's cool. Who's living there for a while? So, um, it's awesome. You know, yeah, it's totally sick. Amazing, beautiful, fucking one of the most beautiful places in the country. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, it was super fun. Just hanging out, making kids, fucking. Oh, did you make music with them? That was that. Just, just me. Yeah. Just you. <laughs> Exclusive. Yeah, just me. Guys, fuck off for a bit. I, I have tunes to attend to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. They, they had some work to do while they were there too. So I kind of was also making music and. It was fun. Skiing. Have you gone skiing before? Ever I, I, I have gone skiing. I enjoy skiing Where? a lot. Um, oh, really? Yeah, not, not oh, a lot. Cool. No, a lot is not the correct sort of me exaggeration either. of yeah, that. Me either. Me um, either. But my dad really I've likes skiing. I've gone like six times my whole life. I think I could say that I've done about six about yeah. that. There was one, yeah. that I remember one winter that I went with my dad pretty frequently. Where'd you go? So, um, it was this park near Louisville. I want to say Paoli Peak, but I'm not sure if I'm getting that mixed okay. up with something else. Yeah. Like, that might be where, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you ski in Ohio, and I'm yeah, just getting right. confused with my memories. Yeah. But um, it was some area that was, like, 45 minutes from where I lived in Louisville. 
and uh, me and my dad would go, and it took a little bit. I remember that the first time I went, it was a disaster, and I think yeah. like I panicked, and my dad yeah. was like, okay, it's cool. Let's just go home, and we'll come back tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. dad, and we did it, and the next day <laughs> yeah. it was great. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was spooked yeah. the first day. It was spooky. What was the last time you see it? Like oh, brother, it might have been that time, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, high, oh, really? Like, like that period school? of frequent skiing, like before high school. I don't think yeah. I skied from high school to to college. I Little never school. skied. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I I have, like, I skied a good amount. Like, there was, like, a couple places, like, near my house, a mountain, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> And we go there at like middle school and like lower school. That was fun. And like, but I was pretty good at it. Like, I wasn't like amazing at it. And then I went back there in high school. And I was just, I mean, like, I was, I was skateboarder. So, like, yeah. I kind of like, I, and I'm a pretty athletic person, so I could like get used to things. For some reason, when I skied in high school, you know, when you ski, you like carve. You know, you go, you know, left, right. You know, that's the whole. Sure. Deal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole deal. I did not know that's what you called it. Carve. Carving. Car- yeah. is carving? I don't know if that's what it's called in uh, skiing, but car- oh. yeah, like carving. And that's what it's called in, in skateboarding. In, like skateboarding. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm carving, um, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, fifth car. But uh, so yeah, so that's what you do, right? You get on the mountain, you, like you know, car, you know, car down the. <laughs> yeah, avoiding trees and, so, and bears. When I was in high school, when I would do that, I could do, do my left turn. Yeah, my my friends were like, "Holy shit, that's one of the best left turns I have ever seen." <laughs> In my life, like yeah. incredible. And these people are like they skied their whole lives all the time, and like and then I would just do this like fucking gorgeous left turn, and then I would go right and just eat shit <laughs> <laughs> like every fucking time, wow. every time, and like it was miserable. It was a horrible day because I would like go down and just like <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't like I couldn't right turn. I was like, dude, how the fuck? And then it was it didn't help with my friends making fun of me the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like it was fun, but it was also miserable. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> that was the last time I skied prior to this. Like I didn't go at oh, all. Oh wow. Time. How's your How's your left turn? <laughs> well, dude, I was fucking scared as shit because like my friend, my friend Max, it's incredibly good at skiing, incredibly good. And the other friend that was there, Louie, shout out to Louie, he. Like, it's kind of my level of skiing. Like, hasn't really skied that much, but, like, has skied enough where, like, Not I kind of know what I'm doing. <laughs> sure. And so, um, it was just him and I that went. And we went to, like, the biggest... And, dude, so I went from going from skiing a mountain, you know, at, at some <laughs> resort in Pennsylvania to Aspen, Colorado, which, yeah. if you've ever been there... These mountains are fucking, they are huge. They, yeah, are, they are ridiculous. Are. They are beautiful. It's a real fucking 
Wow. These so are size size was, D D cup. Double D, baby. <laughs> and I was like, girl, this is sick. So I was like, bro, I've never seen anything remotely like Aspen. Like yeah. ever. Like this yeah. place is known for skiing. And so uh I so I got skis, we're going up the first chairlift, and the chairlift took <laughs> twelve minutes. Oh my god. To get up there. And I was like, dude. And like by the sixth minute, I was like looking at the slopes and all shit. And I was like, bro, dude, I'm fucking scared. And he was like, <laughs> he was kind of making me like not that scared because he was like, dude, trust me. I was this scared when I did this the first time. Like, you'll be totally fine. Okay. Like, okay. 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 And so the first 30 minutes, so we're going down like blues. You know, you know, like blue, there's blues. Uh, is that black diamonds? Me. That's like the trail. I know the black difficult. diamonds hard. Yeah, yeah. That's like the difficulty of the trail. Green yeah. is like you know fucking baby trail. Blue I think is like I intermediate. I'm, black I'm a diamond, green boy. Double diamond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so I was like, dude, we're just going down fucking greens and blues, bitch. That's that's <laughs> what we're doing. And so the, we go down a green slope the first time, and like the first thirty minutes, I can't turn right. I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm going left, I'm doing like amazing left turns. It's literally, this is like seven years or something, like the last time I skied. Same fucking deal. Wow. Turn left, amazing. Turn right, bam. And so the first 30 minutes, and then my buddy goes, you too soon, he goes, you gotta commit. You gotta fucking commit to the right turn. Dude, like, he just like coached your yeah, butt. Yeah. He came so, out of the woodwork. And then sure enough, like I just started to commit. And then I just, by the end of the day, we were going down, like, blues and shit. I was just, like, I was good at skiing. Like, I just wow. kind of, like, and so I was, dude, it was, I wish I had a GoPro because, dude, I mean, man, when you get to the top of the mountain, yeah, and, like, there's this one chairlift called, like, El Camp. Well, first of all, Aspen has three mountains that you can ski. Okay. Three of them. So there's snow gas. <laughs> Ajax and, um, oh, there might be four. Hi- Highlands and then Buttermilk. And there's like, those are all Butter- different mountains. Butter- Buttermilk? Buttermilk, <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a one. Oh. We were on Snowgrass. We were on the biggest mountain. Gotcha. And not the, like, hardest, but, like, the biggest one. Okay. And okay. So we were at the top of it, like, the El Camp. We went all the way at the top. Like, when I was at the wow. top, like, I was steering down. Yeah. You know, I looked up and you just see this amazing kind of like mountain, you know, horizon. And yeah. Just fucking, you are literally just going down a mountain and it just snowed wow. there too. So there's like amazing powder and as you're doing it. It's just, oh it, my dude, God. It was, I saw it and I was like, yeah, skiing's fucking awesome. Skiing's super fun, but it's, it's, it's just so beautiful there. It's like you'll never, I understand why people like skiing. You know, it's super yeah. fun. But like, yeah, man, it's I know why people pay a lot of money to go do shit like that. You yeah, know? I can't. I can't even imagine doing something like skiing going down those heights. Even I went to uh, a park that's nearby called Roxborough, and I will if you come to Boulder to yeah. like see me sometime. We're gonna go there because uh, I haven't been around very much. I would say. But this was, in my experience, like one of the most beautiful places I'd ever been in. Yeah, my life. yeah, okay, yeah. It was, it was, um, 
So you know the boulder mountains, like what they look like. They just look like they just look like plates that have lifted off off the ground. Right. So these are like the the place that we went has these red boulders that are, look like the Grand Canyon boulders. They're they're pure red and they're huge and they jut out of the ground all over the place. And it's like it's an hour away from where I live, and it looks like I have gone to a completely different planet awesome. when I go down yeah. there. Yeah, and awesome. uh, Eva and I walked walked down there and walked down that mountain, and I can't imagine what like skiing down something like that and just like skiing and vibing and enjoying this scenery as you go down because one of my favorite things about that hike which i'm sure you get when you're skiing is how your perspectives change as you walk like around it and you get higher because there's so many different layers of interesting to the environment when you when you get that altitude of shit because (laughs) we started when even when we started it was like so it felt like it felt like a video game when you stay in the same area but you progress throughout it and you can see oh that's where i started way down there that's what it was like because we started and these mountains these boulders were huge like around us like gigantic we were looking up all around and it's like this is amazing we feel like ants and then we walked up the mountain path and we got so high that it felt like i felt like i had died and i was looking at my life you know everything is like miniatures and shit and i was like that's where we worked minutes ago I can't imagine. I can't imagine skiing something like that. It's yeah, so, it it so cool. It was beautiful. Yeah, Mountains so are crazy. Awesome. Mountains are fucking crazy. It. it was so fun. Though. We did it for, we did it for like five hours or something. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, oh, it was so cool. It's like if it wasn't so expensive, I would tell you to like fucking drive down the asphalt and fucking go do that. But it's expensive. One day. I mean, thing that sucks is like, I was lucky because like. For like a full day, for one day, it's like a hundred sixty dollars. Wow, that's Just crazy. for the skiing, for the pass, and then you have to yeah. rent skis, which is like seven, another seventy dollars. Wow, on top of that, oh my god. So it could be like three hundred dollars, like per day. Yeah. But my buddy's parents had a half off coupon, yeah. so I got and the half days were much cheaper. I didn't do a full day; I got a half day. Yeah. And it was sixty dollars, so I wow. spent. A hundred dollars, hundred forty dollars. Like, well, that's worth it. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that was worth it to me. But um, still, that's an expensive thing to do. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, really exactly. That that was like twelve to four. So yeah. how do they how do they regulate like when your time's up? Will they come find you? So they you have got, a like pass. a tracker on you. They have a pass. Oh, that will they'll check at the ski lift. Yeah, and so like right. what you can do is you buy a full day before you go, so you buy it. Yeah. And then, and then you have, a, like, a card that you just put in your jacket, and it, like, goes on the card. And then when you go on the lift, there's, like, a scanner, and it scans your pass. Yeah. That, like, you can get on the lift and go up. Yeah. Um, and then the lifts close at 4. And if you bought a half-day pass, yeah, it will only let you in past 12. Yeah. So you have to, yeah, so that's how it works. Okay. I had, I have my, I have formulated... A, a, a plan of escape, uh, of escaping your identity of your life. So, so you get a ski pass for a day, right? And you, get, you can get a half day or a whole day. It doesn't matter, right? You just yeah. tell everyone that you know. It's like, hey, I'm going skiing. They're, it, maybe you're having a hard time or something. So everyone's like, yeah, take a nice ski respite, friend. We understand that you need it. But you, they don't know that you're going to run away. So you're fleeing. So what you do <laughs> uh-huh. is that you, you, take, <laughs> you take the pass 
and you go you go skiing all day and you take the pass you go thank you and you go up the mountain but you don't come down you take your skis and you ski away <laughs> <laughs> you go down the other side of the mountain that'll be a pretty fucking skilled fucking skier hey well if you before if you're gonna do this you've planned right you probably you probably have gone so the other thing you probably have done before this this escape the funniest part about that (laughs) is like okay like you just go down this other mountain away from all of civilization it's like you're it's like (laughs) you're talking like this person's like trapped in Aspen or something and he's trying to get out. Yeah. You need to go down the mountain. Like, you already bought the pass. Like, just, <laughs> just go back home. Why are you going to get stuck? You're going to go down the other mountain and then just get lost <laughs> and die. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's the plan. The plan is to create a new life, <laughs> well, you know? Well, Adventure. Yeah, but, what well, is on the other side of the mountain? The thing about the story is that, is, is that like, why... Like, why would this person, like, have to, like, escape his life? Yeah. In this extravagant ski-like from fashion. Aspen, well, that's Aspen, the story. Colorado. Well, that's that's the job of the screenwriter, then. What is the point behind the escape? How do we how do we write a story around making it so a person needs to escape via going up so a ski mountain so and never coming another, down? Bro, do you remember? Bro, this was, like, a long time ago. Now, Davies? Twinkies? Yeah, Twinkie we Dave. fucking wrote a movie on here? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Dude. That was one of that's yeah, one of my we favorite gotta write moments. More, we gotta write more movies on this podcast. Yo, we could write. You want to write one right now? That's a prompt. Why does this man want to go over the ski mountain? Okay. Okay, so it's set in Aspen, Colorado. Yeah, let's come up with a name for this man. It Dude, doesn't have to be okay, a man either. I think the movie should be. Um, okay, this is my first pitch. It's okay. a you know high class family, obviously. So they're yeah. living in Aspen, Colorado. They yeah. live in the most beautiful house ever. I want to make this an existential crisis movie. You know, I where this guy right. hates his life in beautiful Aspen, Colorado. He wants to be, I don't know, a carny. He sees a, a carnival on the TV and he's like, that yeah. is for me. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be uh, a clown. You know, yeah. he, he, he's like, I... I have, I have this amazing accounting firm, but I really want to be a clown. And okay, so I'd, I'd, this I'd like leads this. him to come up with this plan to escape his family. Okay, okay. Here's another thing. I think that we should add to this character trait. I think that everyone should think that this guy is completely incompetent. Like he can't do shit. He completely <laughs> yeah, yeah. fails at fucking yeah, people, everything. He's yeah. stupid as fuck. Exactly. No gotta, one believes he has any capacity. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta. The, the world is just punching this guy. Guy, what's his name? He's just punching. Bottle uh, cap Joe. Bobcat Joe. <laughs> Bo- bottle cap. Bo- bottle cap. Let's call him bottle, bottle cap. cap. <laughs> Bottle cap Jay Jones. Jay Jones, um, yeah. But oh, I love this. So like okay, so the Jones family. Wait, wait, let's come up with a let's come up with a better last name. Like what's a regal regal high class name? <laughs> Bottle cap Bottle Cap uh, Um uh Humphrey Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. <laughs> okay. Uh let's do a let's do a, let's do a variation of Bezos. Let's do like uh we could do Bezzy. Bottle cap Bezzy. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle cap Bezzy though. <laughs> I like that they Bezzy. maybe they named him Bottle Cap because they like saw him like this guy's a dud. Let's name him Bottle Cap. <laughs> <laughs> 
bottle cap. Then we then we could then the movie could have this theme of like um Just finding bottle caps everywhere. Yeah, finding <gasps> that could be the name of the movie, dude. Bottle it's called cap. finding finding bottle caps. Bottle cap. Bottle cap. <laughs> and it's, you could have a sign. Of, Am I a bottle cap? Am I a bottle cap? Why would they call me Bottle Cap? No, what is my his design? Name, his name is Bobcat, and, but his nickname is Bottle Cap to everybody around in the town. Yeah. Oh, know? I like that. And yeah, that, his nickname is Bottle that Cap. Was, and then we see a flashback scene in the movie where he was bullied as a kid, and they were like, you fucking... <laughs> the kids were like drinking their Pepsi. Fucking bobcat walks by and they go, Fuck you, bottle cap! And they start throwing bottle caps at him. And so now we see that scene. And we see that, and he walks into a 7 Eleven, and he's like, Man, I'm thirsty. And he goes up to a pet. Our last movie had a, a 7 Eleven in it. They could be a theme of our movies. They all have 7 Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And then he goes and goes to 7 Eleven, sees the Pepsi bottle. Yeah. Opens it. And has like the trauma, you know, and, like drops it. It's like. <laughs> and he goes out. So yeah, I think the fear of bottle caps <laughs> should oh definitely be in the movie. Right? Every that would time be a, he sees be... a bottle cap. I love maybe 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 like after his trauma of going up the Aspen Buttermilk Buttermilk Peak and coming down Buttermilk the other side of Buttermilk he yeah. uh, he goes to the civilization and people find this wandering man but he's like a mute and can't talk and he's all haggard and they like hand him a soda and he's like <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with this man <laughs> is it Coke son. <laughs> And the other great thing about that is that we can have so much product placement in there. Yeah, exactly. We can have all the product placement you know, with the I'm, classic I'm Coke bottles. I'm starting to rethink that. I don't even know if the bottles, I don't even know if we should include the, <laughs> the flashback of why he's afraid of bottle caps. I think the whole movie, he should just have this trait that he's afraid of Pepsi or like a, <laughs> bottle oh, dude, cap. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, that's no, a great that's the because... reveal of the movie. The oh reveal of the god. movie is that, oh my god, bottle caps are his weakness. <laughs> we gotta, what is this movie? Is this an action movie? Because yeah. now I'm thinking of it as an action movie. So now I'm thinking like... Like with his weakness? Like his kryptonite well, yeah, so bottle cap? Yeah, so what I'm cap? thinking is like... Oh, well, I also like oh, the no, name, like his... The, so that whole thing is the opening of the movie. Him escaping, you know... Oh, his, I, I like that. That's wife. not like the climax, it's the opening. Yeah, he becomes a fucking... He's a secret operative. Or he's a secret, you know, mm. fucking guy who's been living this fake life in Aspen, Colorado. Okay, wait, wait, so wait. So he's wait, John what? Wick, but afraid of bottle caps. Dude, okay, what about... <laughs> I like this. What what if we make it what if we make it that like he goes over the mountain and no one knows who he is, you know? Yeah. And then they and they uh they they name him bottle caps cuz he's scared of bottle caps cuz all these people are dicks, I guess. Right. And then and then he turns into a carny, but he gets he gets since he gets so fit from being a carny, he, he, he turns into a crime fighter. 
<laughs> and then and then the last half of the movie, his family come looking for him. Yeah, it's a, yeah. But the subplot is the family's looking for him. And then at the end of the movie, they discover they go to the carnival and they see Dad doing a fucking routine, and they're like, "Is that is that Papa?" <laughs> Wait, the dad's a carny too? No, I thought I thought no, I thought Bobcat. Who's a carny? Yeah. Right? Oh, oh, and the dad sees him doing the carny routine. Well, his children see him oh, doing. Oh, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. After he succeeds, and they and it's and a, he kills the final all these movie. bad guys that we haven't come up with yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. We gotta come up. Like who's that. the villain? What's who's the, the conflict of the movie? Okay, what if the conflict is... Yeah, we have the per- good guy is the perfect setup. Escape okay. from his family, wants to become a clown carny, becomes yeah. a clown carny, gets so good at it, and he becomes a vigilante, and he yeah. starts fighting crime in the outskirts of Aspen, Colorado. Yeah, dude, okay, this is good. No, dude, I like... He becomes the Aspen... He becomes the Aspen Batman, where he fucking is the protector <laughs> of Aspen. <laughs> Protector of Aspen Bottle Cap. I, 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 I like. Okay, I have a few things. So I think we should keep. I think we should keep the character trait of him being really stupid. So like he's stupid and like incompetent yeah. and like can't really doesn't really talk that much. But he's like a really great vigilante. So and it's like everyone talking about him, but he doesn't really have much of a personality because he's so stupid. And then like the whole, I think the conflict of the movie should be twofold. I think there should be his arch nemesis, you know, anti bottle cap, and then also the identity piece where Cork his family screw. comes. Corkscrew. Yeah. Cor- Dude, that's good. <laughs> that's fucking good. Bottle cap and corkscrew? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Dude, okay, well, we could have a whole other aspect to it. This is a bad idea, but I'm going to pitch it anyways. Just, you know, just... <laughs> that the was a good idea. No, corkscrew's a great idea. Is corkscrew. Are you kidding me? That's That should be in a mainstream movie. What are you talking about? That's insanely good. The corkscrew? The corkscrew? But we could have the thing where if it's like <laughs> bottle cap and corkscrew, we could have it at the end where maybe if he's just like an incompetent baby, maybe this is a fantasy he made up. Or we could do it. Wait, yeah. wait. What if we do this like Baron Munchausen? What if we take it like this? So it's like a fantasy like event, but it's like a it's like a it doesn't ever make it like it's like all in his head. It's just like this sort of fantasy yeah, right. like perspective from bottle cap, who's kind of like this man child. Shoot it like like uh. It looks shot like a fucking, um, like, <laughs> half the characters are animated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, super fucking weird. Like a Corkscrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corkscrew should be animated. Oh, dude, I see it. I see the whole I movie in it. my brain. I I'm watching it, it right and now. And Garfield becomes <laughs> a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets better and better, dude. We gotta get the rights to Garfield, and then we can write him... In the movie. We're basically one step away. How are we All we need... that, I need to, I was like, I need to, who owns Garfield? I need to call him up and I need to go and say, yeah. listen, <laughs> I think Garfield would really add a lot to our movie. And I think <laughs> you guys would benefit a lot for having Garfield in this picture. And we, we want the Bill Murray Garfield. Please. Yeah. We don't want the animated. We don't want to do. We want the specific. Gar- Ar- Garfield incarnation of Bill Murray in the horribly CG 
animating form. And we and we know that Mr. Murray's pretty busy, so if you can get someone that kind of sounds like him, we'll accept that. Right. You know, but we got to get the animation that CGI from that movie. It has to be exact, dude. We'll, we'll honestly we'll accept, give us that footage. We'll, we'll yeah, use that. Yeah, we'll accept. <laughs> Bill Murray, a guy who sounds like Bill Murray. Or his, if his or, name sounds like Bill Murray, that's cool too. The only one who sounds like or Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Those, that would be good. But uh, okay, that, okay, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I had a whole another idea for the bottle cap story. I had a whole another okay. idea. So you know how we did Stuart Little retrograde, where we just did Stuart Little backward and it turned into a fantastic movie. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so, um, yeah. Which, if we wrote that, I'm still one day I'll write a screenplay and I'll show everybody. That that is Stuart Little movie. four. Let's do it little four. But okay, my, my point is, like Jesse Imagine you work at like Universal and you're the dude who like gets scripts and you get a script that says Stuart Little Four written by Jesse Lanier. And you just got it like in the mail, like someone sent it to you. Oh god. Me if I sent it to them from Jesse yeah. Lanier by Jesse Lanier. And it Lanier. got in the hands and they and they saw it. You know, if, that, if they got only, in that hand... And they don't even own the rights to Stuart Little. They can't even make a Stuart Little movie. Yeah. I forgot what my thought... Oh, I was going to say that we could make... The idea has dissipated a little bit. My enthusiasm for it... I've, I've settled a little bit. And it doesn't new, sound as good to me. Idea. It was just take... It was we basically just redo Theodore Rex. As and the, as the story of Bob, uh, I can't believe we want to talk about that movie on this podcast. Well, the problem with the Theodore Rex thing is that we had it was all set up. We watched it together, and then COVID hit, and we were too sad to talk about Theodore. Oh Rex. my god, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Um, yeah, dude, I think bottleneck <laughs> and corkscrew is going to be a big hit. Did you say but, bottleneck? Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the name of our fucking IP character. Bottle cap and corkscrew. Bottle cap. I think it's going to be a big hit. I think it's going to be a bigger hit when I need some Twinkies or whatever. (laughs) I need some Twinkies. That's not what it was called, but it's going to be called. (laughs) (laughs) I need some Twinkies. Oh, 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 I need some Twinkies, man. Yeah, I think... uh, I think we're gonna do the next Killer Brothers, man. I think we have if we can, we have if we can do. Ideas. I always like every time I crack. I have, I've had, a, I have a near disaster. This is all foam up here. I cracked a beer and oh. it almost spilled everywhere. But it's perfectly encapsulated in. The, it. Is this called a uh, surface tension that's keeping the bubbles here? <laughs> I don't know. Surface tension. I'm yes. I'm really dumb. I don't know. Oh, dude, I wanted to talk to you about Vince Staples. <laughs> because oh, yeah. I, I listened to Big Fish Theory. You're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, you like Big, Big Fish, Fish Theory? Theory? Yeah. Big Fish Theory explains so much shit to me. Like, it, it links up so much of modern hip-hop. It, like, it's oh, like the transition yeah. of, like, from... Oh, what was the tra- Of, like, like the more Kanye-sounding dominated yeah. shit to, like, the stuff we have now. I think, like Big Fish Theory. Kind of like, I think what you're talking about is, like, not even like hip hop. I mean, I like Big Fish Theory. I think there's like, I think like lyrically, um, Big Staples kind of like, like there's songs that are just like, 
Like, like I think there's a song on there called like Seven Forty Five, where he's rapping about getting in his car. That was like, yeah, that song. Yeah, that's not the seven, best topic ever. But Seven Forty Five, hope yeah, I pick that, you yeah, up yeah, at yeah. Seven Forty Five. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, dude, somebody please. Snip that. <laughs> Put that on the beat. <laughs> Just keep <laughs> that. Um, but, uh... It's not too far off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think the production on that album is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's sure, it, it kind of, like, is, like, you know, Sophie, Hunter Gats, like the bubblegum bass kind of, like, distorted fucking yeah. thing that was going on around that time. Especially when, like, Charlie XCX started doing her thing. And yeah, yeah. All of that shit. I hear all that shit. That. You know, that I, album's really cool. I just love the songs, like, um... There was a couple, like, like, like songs like 745 is a great Fish. example. I love Big Fish. Big Fish yeah. is an amazing song. But there's a couple of songs, like, Yeah, Right, um, oh God, yeah. fucking Backpack, fucking oh, Crabs in a Bucket. Song. I love all that of song. those songs. Yeah, those are the best songs. All love Can yeah, Be. Love Can yeah, Be. Yeah, I was, yeah. like, listening to those, and I was like, dude, this is, like, this is, like, a, I'm going on a fucking odyssey. These are crazy. These are so cool. I love, okay. Crabs in a Bucket is like one awesome. of the best openers to any like, yeah. hip-hop album yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. It's like such a... Because it's so yeah, fucking cool. weird. It's yeah. so weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Like, Crabs in a Bucket. Crabs in a Bucket. It's so yeah. sick. I love that it's shit. Really I love that, that, that shit. That album has like a big like cult following. Like people like... There's like a lot of people that fucking like love that album. I love it too. Really I wasn't cool. as into FM as I See, was. I like FM more. I I don't I didn't like it as much because yeah. it was more it was fine but it was like it was like a better versions of the songs I didn't like as much on Big well, Fish. Well, FM was more like uh, it's yeah. more like what I like about that album a lot is it's a throwback to like old school hip hop, so it's like it has yeah. like this like really like nostalgic and like fun kind of nineties vibe. I still like really the, love that album. Really I liked fun. it a there's lot. Like, there's a couple of songs on FM that are like, amazing. like, Fog is awesome. That song is yeah. su- super great. Just wanna have fun. But no, yeah, I, I love yeah, that song. Sickles, yeah, he's awesome. He, he has like a crazy. He has such a great demeanor while rapping. He's so, um. You know, actually, he's a lot. He's like. He's been comparing a lot of like Snoop Dogg, like early Snoop Dogg. And he's from like, he has that charisma, that same kind of like, yeah, like just instantly, yeah, interesting dude. Charisma. yeah, I know, yeah. He's the kind of guy that it's like you sound like you're 19, but you also sound like you know everything, and I believe, yeah, exactly, yeah, that's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> when yeah. you listen to fucking Doggy style, like, I was listening to that the other day, he was 19. If he wow. is rapping, like, I mean, you're like, dude, is he, like, 40? Like, he, he just has this confidence. And you're like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and it's, yeah. it's interesting. With people who can do that, you know that they're either, like, really cool people or yeah, right. fucking psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking and crazy. Both of those guys feel like they're pretty cool people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Who's an example of like a psychopath? Well, Kanye's kind of like that. He's yeah. Like the psychopath version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so confident in himself. It's like you're speaking truth, but you're, I don't know where that's coming from. It's coming from Crazy Town. Endlessly fascinating, but so flawed in so many ways. But that's what kind of makes him interesting. Yeah. Well, flaws flaws are the character trait of like it's just what makes people relatable. Yeah. You know, when they have flaws, that's what they gravitate yeah. towards. Because that's what you see in yourself. You only see your flaws. Right. So when you see flaws in other people, it's instantly relatable. Exactly. Yeah. He's just he's just more upfront about it. <laughs> and like yeah. in the well, public he, eye. He has no choice that's because he has thing, no filter. Right? Yeah, he's a filter, but it's a weird thing to like. I can't imagine being like somebody like Kanye or these famous people that like. Like like Britney Spears is she who's been the news about like her like person being like their controller or something? Britney Spears. Thing. Yeah, yeah, Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she's talking yeah, about like how that affected her yeah, life. Yeah, that's a crazy story. Um, well, yeah, well, I, yeah, that people controlling you, but also living your life in front of people, like yeah. not just like living your life, but like they know everything about you. Yeah. It's a weird. It's not. It can't. It is undoubtedly unhealthy to like literally people that like we shouldn't know that Kanye got divorced from his wife and it's so public you know we know almost yeah. every detail about the Kim Kanye I don't but you can you can look it up you know you yeah. can find every detail about it it's like man I can't wow. imagine like the world knowing my, my personal life I've been coming more sensitive to that after think trying to build, taking steps to building a legitimate artist art like audience for my art. Yeah, I, that has been occurring to me more and more because it's like, it's like the golden handcuffs that come with well, success because it's like such a huge. It's the, what you're talking about. It's like it's a huge burden to decide if like okay, well, yeah, I could make money, people could love me, all this stuff, I could have fame or whatever, but then. Like I would turn into that if I got famous. It's like that yeah. has that is kind of terrible. It's kind of terrible to have your life dictated I, in that way. I think it's weird. I think like fame is something that's like so bizarre because everybody kind of wants it to some degree, yeah. where you like want to be noticed. But at the same time, like a lot of these people are like. Maybe you don't want it. If you, you risk, you, you kind of get to that point, and then a lot of people, when they get there, don't want it anymore. You know, they're yeah. just kind of, like, terrified of it. But I, do, like, I, I think, think, like, it's good to, like, think about, like, when you are starting to post on social media a lot more, and, like, try to, like, build an audience. It's good to, like, know before you start doing it, like, okay, how much am I planning on, like, reveal? You know, or yeah. like yeah. about myself. That's the thing that's ironic about this. Is like Kanye could have easily not done that. Could have easily been like, I don't. I'm not gonna talk to people. I'm not gonna. You know, his music's so great. That's what made him famous, and his personality yeah. was like a nice add-on to that. What made him like a superstar? But his music is, it's. It is genre, it is like genre and 
a gener- generation defining music. <laughs> right. So right. he doesn't have to go out and do these interviews and these wild interviews and this PR bullshit. You don't have to do any of that. Kind of fucking yeah. record label, release our fucking albums, see ya. You know, like that's, he could do that, but yeah. he chooses not to do it. And I think some of these like, artists, this... see, like The Weeknd is an amazing example. He was somebody who, uh, literally, no one, when his first three, I would say, genre and you know, generation defining mixtapes came out in 2010, 2011, no one knew what he looked like for like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for years, for probably like two or three years. No one knew what he looked like. And he had yeah. this look like, you know, like there's no pictures That's of him. Yeah. And no one knew what he looked like until he performed his first show. Yeah. And, um, and ever since then, he's been like very, like, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. You don't find, like, a lot of weekend interviews. Like, if you were. Yeah, you don't, you I don't never, know anything about his life at all. Yeah, exactly. And he is, look how big he is. He's performing. Yeah. Did one of the best Super Bowl performances I've ever seen. You know? Yeah. The Super Bowl. You know, people yeah. know who he is. Like, you're gonna. Yeah. So there's a choice that you could. There's a way to people, go about revealing your life. Like, like what Rockhampton does. I, I personally. When they first started, they would post a lot of stuff about them and do a lot of Instagram lives and go hanging out and stuff. And that's a great approach too, but like because you really get the audience, like an audience to really like love you, the people that feel like they know you, and in some ways yeah. they kind of do uh, because they just literally are just watching you kind of you know grow and do like an artist. Yeah. Yeah, and that like that like that's what they like Tyler and Rockhampton and all these things have like super crazy fan bases in the internet age. So it is different in the internet age that we have to uh, feel like that. Oh look, here's who I am. Here's who I am. But in reality, if the music's great, they're gonna listen to the music. Like they don't care if like you're like this personality. There's but there's, there's so many different ways to do it. That's like saying yeah. is. You have a choice. Artists have a choice to like how they navigate promoting their music and what they want to be shared and what not to be shared. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I think that that authenticity is a really powerful thing. Yeah, and that's, that's the what thing people that, care about. Yeah, I think people really gravitate towards that. And you hear that like if you're starting out on you know making YouTube videos or being a right. Twitch streamer, it's just like just be authentic, be yourself. Right. You hear that told to middle school it's something you hear throughout your life you go into middle school yeah, it's just exactly. like what do i do what do i say to these people just be yourself just be yourself what do i say to this girl just be yourself just be yourself be authentic you know and that's i think i think that's all that's a, a universal thing that's always true because if you're not yourself then what the fuck are you doing yeah, with your right. life dude? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. wasting your life if you're not yourself but then we're also learning and seeing with this shit which like the weekend and kanye is like a really cool example because it's showing how these people are getting better at being celebrities, how to yeah. be celebrities right. better, you yeah. know? Well, look, at, look, look at the whole still... Little Nas X situation. Yeah. What the fuck, man? I mean, wait, 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 wait. Clue me in. What's happening? So you, uh, you, you're not aware of this? I don't know what's happening. Well, yeah, Kyle just comes out. I mean, this, this will be like two weeks. So he just released a new track called Call Me By Your Name and with a music video. And uh-huh. the song, I think, is actually quite great. 
I think it's actually one of the guys best song that he's ever made. Oh, um, cool. Like, Good for Little Nas. Getting better. And, you know, he's, you know, he's openly gay, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the song is uh, definitely his rockiest song, too. Um, and it is more revealing to it's kind of about his gayness. It's about a guy. The song is about, a, like, literally about a guy called Iron Man. Okay. Montero or whatever. And, uh, so there's that. It's like this giant pop star being overtly gay, you know? Yeah, right, right. And then on top of that, the music video. If you know anything about Little Guy Sex, his music videos, holy shit. I mean, they are really well produced. Something else. And so this newest one has him. It's like a heaven and hell situation. He's like an angel. He kisses, he, like, has sex with this, like, or kisses or insinuates with this uh, angel, and then he's sent to hell, Long Island Sex, and then he, like, grinds on the devil and, like, puts the devil. It's a great music video, right? Wow. It's amazing. It's really funny and cool and creative. But, as you may expect, insane outrage, man. I mean, insane. Oh, yeah. Like, just do some, like, Google, like, is this what I've been seeing about, like, this is going to turn your son gay? Is that yes. what this is oh, coming yeah, from? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I've been seeing yeah, this a lot. Yeah, I was like, yeah, why yeah. is this Why is this getting so popular? Yeah. And Everything the, makes the, sense Anthony now. Pantera actually just did an uh, interview with Little Nas X, which is kind of crazy. You should check that out. Anthony Fantano He's is such it. a phenomenon. He's killed what it, What a right? crazy... Th- what I've been watching him for years, too. It's cool to see him, like, you know, yeah. be, like, that Little Nas X interview... I mean, he did it at the perfect time, and it's it's one of those popular artists, like, right now. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, he talks about, like, that whole interview is interesting to watch, because that's the whole interview. It's, like, 30 minutes of him asking questions about, like, the the controversy and stuff. And it proved that Little Guy's X is kind of a genius when it comes to the internet and stuff, because... Not only is he making memes out of these people who are calling him out, like fucking Candace Owens and all these wow, that's smart. conservative people, he's clowning them on Twitter. Like, just completely, like, just being like, just don't, there'd be like, Candace Owens said something like, oh, yeah, now Cardi B's woman of the year. And basically, Candace Owens, I, I don't want to go on a random, I fucking hate her. I think she's yeah. fucking moron. Um, I don't know her. She's a black woman. She's a black conservative that is anti-black. She's a fucking wild person. She's a fucking Whoa. piece of shit. Book. That's that's a uh, that's a creative perspective. Yeah. So she like doesn't like hip hop. All these black people getting Cardi B woman of the year. Bad. That's bad. Like fucking interesting. Why? Like what? Shouldn't you be celebrating this? And also. No one cares who the fuck the woman of the year. Like I don't know. Like what the woman of the year? What? What does that even mean? The the man yeah. of the year? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but why are you gonna upset about that? This doesn't make any sense. But it's uh, but he is basically just clowning these people. But he made a video. What's so crazy about the controversy is like all these like religious people are coming out. It's like oh my God, who's you know. <laughs> like being gay, like they are completely misinterpreting what the fucking video even is. Like, yeah, 
the video, like, the video literally calls out these people. Like, he literally made this video. He knew that this was going to happen. Like, he knew yeah. it. Because he's literally in the video uh, for being gay, being condemned to hell, and says, fuck it, and grinds on the devil's dick. Yeah. And puts yeah. on the devil horn and says, hey, look, bitch, I'm the devil now. So he's literally, like, being like, fuck you. This is all fucking bullshit you know it's all yeah and he literally knew by putting those horns on in the video like i'm the devil man come at me man people are going to and dude it has gotten wild and then uh with the song too he released the, these shoes these like nike collaboration shoes with the, when the song came out oh with the human blood is that <laughs> what that was yeah yeah and, and then nike's suing the company because they're Satan shoes. Yeah. Nike is? Yeah. Why is Nike suing them? Because... Why do they care? Be because, because it's satanic. It's fucking... Wow. 666 or whatever. And, you know, I love this. I love this. I love this whole thing. Because it reveals so many, like... This is great. Because it's really revealing how kind of controlling you know religion is you know and how yeah. fucking stupid and like just not accepting to art that people are and it's yeah and it's gotten like to the point where like it's bigger than just like a twitter thing like it's on the news it's on like you know it's it's big news because yeah. one of the biggest pop stars in the world is fucking gay uh yeah <laughs> which is you know in, in 2020 like that is it's it's fascinating because it's like, wow, I can't wait for these old fucking people to just fucking die, man. Just fucking get, all, get out of here. I mean, this is it's, it's, oh, it's ridiculous, man. It's crazy to me that uh, how stupid these people, well, just people in general it's just, are, like, you know, like, or uneducated. Things that are like, it's the same thing with, like, and it's also just pretty racist. I mean, whatever, like, a black, a black, let alone a black dude, man. Oh my god, you know? Yeah. And then when, like, WAP came out, remember when fucking WAP came out, the Cardi B song? Remember the controversy behind that? It was like, these women can't talk about sex. It's like, guess what, bitch? You have to can. They can do whatever yeah. the fuck they want. How about you shut it's up like, and not listen to a song? Like, Jesus Christ. Trying to, so, try to cancel these people for making a song about wet ass pussy. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, what the fuck? You have better things to do, man. Like, it's so crazy how how far this fantasy has gone. Because if you think about it, it's not. If people, you're gay, people, you're going to hell. <laughs> well, the other thing is that it's just that people don't want are just upset when they're reminded that they what kind of world they actually live in yeah you know right. because it's just like like little nas it's awesome that little nas s is doing shit like that but it there's is. a shit ton of people who are doing things so much more worse and so much more controversial yeah. and yeah. these people out there are just like acting they just like they just like i don't see it i don't like me not appreciating it or liking that yeah. music means that it doesn't exist it's just like are you, how stupid but, are but you also, you live on the same planet with this also, shit gotta, all of this is yeah still exists and also the, the whole fantasy behind this will turn like gay like some gay you are a fucking moron oh this whole like fantasy of like 
kids watching something that like they think violent or something like that. It's like, how about we start regulating what your fucking kids watch? You fucking moron yeah. parents. Like, yeah. yeah, if you don't want your, your kids shouldn't, maybe your kids shouldn't be watching Little Guys next video. You know, maybe you shouldn't. Guess what? Yeah. You could not. You could make that happen. You fucking idiot. Like you could make that. Hey, don't watch Little Guys next time. Don't <laughs> tell him to make a certain thing. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, and the other, the other thing about the, the video or block the, the other, video. The other perspective about it is that, like, if it does make your son gay, what it's what you're actually what's actually happened is if someone watches Little Nas S and realizes they're gay, is that it's actually a great piece of art exactly. helping someone figure out their identity. That's a, a good thing. Exactly. That's a really right. good thing. If someone watches Little Nas S video and realizes I'm gay, exactly. that's awesome. Yeah, the whole you, idea that that's that's yeah. fucking beautiful. Yeah. If you have any piece of art and yeah. you realize who you yeah. are, that's well, yeah. that's what makes I mean, that's, that's so I mean, sad. I mean, that's, that's one of the so things sad he says in the interview that. where it's like that's what he said. He like made it because like one he wanted to make people mad. One thing, but mostly, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, Kudos. mostly was that like he wanted to, you know, he wants to be, you know, like for a gay kid, young gay kid who sees that, you know, like you know, feel open to, you know, come out as gay if he's scared or or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, absolutely right. Like I just I applaud that a little guy's ex because I think like. He is, you know, it's amazing because we'll all kind of ranch it out. You know, everyone was like, oh, that's a fun song. But I, we all thought this was like going to be a fad. You know, it was like a one hit wonder and he was going to fucking Absolutely. play it away. We all Absolutely. did. Absolutely. We all did. Hell no. Uh, he is here to stay. And I think, like, yeah. He's just, he's just well, such a bold pop artist, so it's, like, really even, fun to see, you know? Even if he... even He's also made a stance that even if he isn't necessarily going to be making huge influence with, like, in terms of musical, he's has a great impact in terms of the cultural yeah, exactly, impact right, he makes, right. which is another great pop... It's a, a powerful thing that music can do, which is just, like, okay, maybe we're not, like, pushing necessarily, like, the artistic values of this, yeah. but if you can make this, like, some kind of cultural difference or things like that, which, I mean, not to say that his music isn't worthwhile musically, yeah. like, at all. He just hasn't really released a lot of it. Yeah, right. That's the only, that's the only reason I say that. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he's popular. He's not, not trying to, yeah. try to reinvent the wheel or anything. Yeah. Well, and I think when he knows that, and he lo- and that's just who he is. That's the music that he makes. You, know, you see this guy, he's fucking a goofball. You know, he's fucking, yeah. he's a fucking weirdo. He's like, he, he made a song called Panini. It was about fucking yeah. which is, amazing I, song. Which is a good song. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a great pop song. Super fun. <laughs> but dude, Panini? Like, the, the, the chowder character? Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, he's a weird dude. Like, he's a weird dude. Yeah. And so, yeah. but I, I just love this man. I just love the Billy Eilish. I love the Postal Eggs. I love the fucking, I just think it's cool. There's these fucking pop artists that are, like, weird and, like, out there. And I think about that with uh, with YMS. With YMS being a gay furry, an open gay furry. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's fucking badass. Yeah, it's cool. I think yeah. that's fucking great. He especially, has a huge fan base. Especially on the internet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's so dope. Yeah. I love seeing shit like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, we should talk about the movie. You want to talk about the movie? Yeah. Are you ready to talk about the movie? Get your hold on. Okay, you want, well, take off your pants for a second and to put them back You're on. Already off. Just to prep yourself. You're already off. Okay, we'll put them back on real quick. You've been aerating enough. It's time to secure the boys. Put them in a safe place. Make them feel comfortable. Settle down for the ride. We're in for. Love is we're secure. In, <laughs> um so this week yeah this week the week after the twilight episode whatever uh, on a whim week this is. whatever week it is uh which is april fool's day fool's day's after least april 1st in our time right now right whatever, whatever whenever you're listening it's probably not april 1st but for well. us it is it's april 1st in eight twenty six. Uh, Colorado time, Boulder, Colorado time. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I picked Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon completely on a whim because nice. I picked it up at the thrift store um, uh-huh. ages ago, and I just had it here. Have you seen and it? I saw it a long time ago with my dad, uh-huh. and I realized after watching it this time that I didn't get it at all. But I, yeah. I like enjoyed it as a kid, but I didn't really remember it that well. Right. And I saw this, and I was like, oh, I've seen this before, and I know it's great. So it's like, it's worth me buying the DVD for $1 from a thrift store because, like, I should watch it again because I'm like, I went yeah. to school for film, yeah. so I should check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I rewatched it a day ago, uh-huh. yesterday, last night, and it's become one of my favorite films. Really? Dude. It's become one of my, my yeah, favorite fucking films. I have I only watched this once. I only, yeah. this is the first time I've seen it. Like I have never seen it before. Really? Yeah, yeah. And so cool. I um This yeah, is basically my first time I've seen it. I like either. Yeah, I mean I like it. I don't like I'm not like in love with it. Like, oh, like man. At all. I adored this film. Yeah, I so like I wasn't saying the cop about it. Maybe I was just gonna get it or maybe I was just in a mood that I wasn't down okay, for okay. this or, or well, something, but let me let me let me let me let me like just give some context for the film and then I want to yeah. hear like what your okay. thoughts are like what was like your your unsuredness about it so this film um and maybe we'll explain some things when I talk about yeah. it a little bit um so this film was it was made in 2000 and it's a it's called a, wu- a wuxia film I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce uh-huh. it but it's basically that means a Chinese martial arts film yeah, is what it's yeah, centered yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And this was a revolutionary version of that because of its blending of genre types in yeah. terms of that it had an actual story in addition to groundbreaking uh, choreography yeah, right. and fight sequences and stuff. And it was also revolutionary because um, it was a huge success internationally. Yeah, right. Americans right. goddamn love this film yeah, in 2000. Right. It came yeah. out and they were all about this right. shit. It was crazy. It was all over the right. place. So this was like a huge piece in this genre. And what this movie is about is it's about a legend of a legendary sword that um, that is uh, belongs to this legendary warrior who decides to give it up because he's having he had this he's having these doubts about his path on being a warrior. And then it also unveils that it's a it's a romantic love story between uh, multiple characters. Mm -hmm. But then it's also they also. Uh, so it's 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 a it's a it's sort of it's a it's a fighting story and it's a love story and it's uh, sort of a convoluted family kind of yeah, drama right. too yeah, on top right. of that. So it's a lot of blending of these different of these different types of things and um, 
And yeah, so I think we'll we'll probably start del- del- delving into yeah. more about the different types of plot synopsis. But yeah. the things that it was really regarded for was just being such a right. hybrid of yeah, all right. the genres. It's also um, put out around the same time as the Matrix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the people who made the Matrix worked on okay, this film too. Sense, yeah, yeah, they're they're people um, involved with. So like that line had led to the success in America as well because of the, because like, of the, the action, the action fan- fascination. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, okay, Ang Lee, Ang Lee directed this movie. Yeah. And I, I mean, I really like Ang Lee. I mean, I, I broke out loud is one of, like, the most, like, powerful it's movies It's hilarious. I've ever I seen. love imagining Ang Lee directing Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. It's, like, one of my favorite things to yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, so funny. Yeah, it is funny. Ang is amazing. Beautiful. Incredibly Fucking powerful. Beautiful yeah, film. Amazing film. Um, and I, I like Life of Pi. I like Life of Pi. I know some people, I haven't seen I know Life of some Pi. people don't like it, but I, I like Life of Pi. And I don't know, man. I think I just was, like, not... I wasn't... Like, everything about this was, like, great. Like, everything... It looked great. It was... The action was great. A little goofy, like, sometimes. But uh, just because people were flying, and I was like, okay... I gotta look this up, because this is, I, like, I couldn't get into it, like, she was just li- literally <sighs> flying, so I was I just like, I love but, that, I like, well, that. here's the thing, it was like, I was like, I thought, like, in the beginning, it was like, we're grounded in reality, and then, yeah. this person flew. Well, that's, a, that's exactly why I love it, yeah. that's exactly but, why I love okay, it. Okay, I, but, like, it was just goofy to me, like, it just, it was not, like, I didn't, I was in a bit, like, I was just like, I, I why the that. fuck I is she that. flying? Like, she's just yeah. trying to Peter Pan all of a sudden. But, yeah. I like it now, after kind of doing some research of, like, how this is actually connected to Chinese um, history and what the, the uh, martial arts that these characters were studying. I can't remember what it's called. Jun, Ha, or something. It's called Wudan. Wudan, yeah. So, it's yeah. connected to that. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. This is part of, you know, like this Chinese, you know, fantasy of this, right? Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it for that, like, as I was continuing watching. So I love, the action of this movie is fucking great. And to me, I just think the story just did not grab me, like, very much. Like, I just mm. didn't really, maybe it was just because I'm seeing, you know, there's things like this, you know? Um, but... I don't know. I, I, I think, like, maybe I was just in, like, a bad mood or just didn't yeah. want to see it because it was just, it's just, I didn't really, like, like care about the main story of it. And I don't yeah. know if that's just me. This is like probably is. <laughs> this is like an iconic did movie. You, did, you, did, did you watch it in dubs or subtitles? I watched it in subtitles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it in subtitles. Oh, dubbing? Hell no. Um, <laughs> I don't know who goes out, but um, yeah. So I don't know. I just I think, and I also very much could not have even gotten it. Like honest to God, because yeah, like well, I like was like kind of confused of like who a lot of the characters were. Like a lot of the time, yeah. and I was also like like the character relationship. Like I the second half of this movie, I really I like a lot like more than the second half just because I kind yeah. of got 
what the story was and the writing I kind of kicked in. I'm like, okay, it's like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm kind of understanding this now. But I'm still even hazy on the character, like, relationships with one another. Okay, yeah, so everything that you're saying is making so much sense to me. And I think that, like, there's a lot, I think I can go either way, thinking that it's like, I would, I could either say... Uh, you're stupid. You should watch it again, and then you'll get yeah. it, which may very well be true. Yeah, but I also, but I also <laughs> think, and I would like, I would like to believe that's the case because I, I love this movie so much. I want you to like it. Um, but the other thing about this is that this movie is basically a live action anime, which yeah. is one of the reasons why I love yeah, it so right. much. Yeah. Is because it's like the most effective live action anime sure. I've ever yeah. seen. Right. And I had fucking adore anime. Yeah, and there's right. a lot of things that's like cheesy and weird and overcomplicated about it. Right. And I love that about those genres. Uh, the other thing about this film that I think is part of what your confusion of towards it is that I think this film is kind of like if Lord of the Rings was combined into one movie yeah. all three lord of the rings was combined into move one movie because sure. this movie has like a lot of space where it will let characters develop but things are happening fucking fast yeah, and there's a right. lot of cuts where it's just like we transferred a lot of information if you didn't read yeah, and get right. who you're talking about you missed a shit ton of information and then also like, like i think i also really like either like check out sometimes because it was just like it felt exposition to spot like it was like here's this here's what we're doing and then it was just like Maybe I was just kind of even bored of, like, the way the movie was kind of going, because it felt like even the pace of this and, like, the structure of it felt... I could just telegraph almost everything. Like, I was like... Oh, Yeah, like, I, I kind of, like, just saw, like, a pattern in the way that, like, the, the movie was kind of going that, like, I kind of was just kind of frustrated by. Like, it would be, like, an action confrontation, and then they would just have, like, conversations with like each other about like yeah. subplots about what just happened and then it was like when it was just kept doing that and doing that for like the first half and then the second half of it was when it like the plot kind of thickened for me when we started really following the character names i'm gonna get like fucked up um, it's fine yeah they're they're i'm not the, even the, really that the, clear on the that. woman who stole the sword you know sure and we start yeah, really following her um, I think her name is Jen. I think it is. Jen, yeah, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. And when we start following her, that's when I kind of got really... Like, I was... She was the only character, honestly, that I was, like, really invested in. And I think, like... She, I mean, she's, one of, she's probably one of the main characters in the movie. Um, but, um... I don't know. I, I feel like I just probably need to watch this again. Because I just... Yeah. I just didn't really... I, and I also, like... I don't know. I just wasn't really like invested in it really that much visually either. Like the action. Whoa, really? Yeah. Are you really? Like, well, the Whoa. movie's the movie's beautiful. The movie's beautiful, but it was yeah. just like I I just it was probably because I've been like watching a lot of like realist things, like sure. in terms of like recently where like I watched a lot of documentaries recently and like movies that like take this approach of like realism and like sure, the movie yeah. is fucking not that not that at all so not that at i think all. that <laughs> those types of movies kind of right now are like annoying to watch because like i don't know for me probably i think probably you're in that because you're I in that, that movie where i'm like like because this movie's very much like act like i'm acting 
I'm not good now. I'm not good. Action. Oh, dude, yeah. So, yeah, like, sure. I'm, I usually can just not have been in the mood for this. Um, dude, I really appreciate all of that that context that you're giving to, like, what how you're feeling and stuff. Because uh, that really that would really explain a lot. And it's like, you know what? I'm not going to dismiss your opinion of this movie to dude, say that, like, you just didn't get it. Movie. I'm yeah. fucking wrong. <laughs> Don't listen to me, bro. <laughs> no, well, like, look, look, look. <laughs> this movie, yeah. I'm not saying that this movie's bad at all, because it's obviously no, that's not. not- um, I'm, that's not that's not I, I don't hear you saying that at all what i'm hearing you say is that you weren't into it when you watched it yeah. and that really intrigues yeah. me i'm really intrigued by that and i think that i think that that's a totally valid experience like nothing that i'm gonna say is gonna make it so that's gonna change that but experience I, no, of you I, being I intrigued by think, it like the story just didn't like i just didn't really grab me like i just wasn't really invested in the story like i didn't really yeah. have what the emotional kind of core of it really was like, so, okay, yeah, so this is a really, I'm trying to think about the best way to sort of delve into this, and because, like, I think, I'm really curious, I think that you should give this, like, a couple of years and then rewatch it. Yeah, like, well, I think you well, should be well. that, I think that you should be that, like, wait that long to see, and just try rewatching it again, or rewatch it with me, and I'll just, like, point out and be excited at the points, and you'll be like, okay, I kind of yeah, get yeah, it yeah. now, or something like that. But, um, like, the thing, okay. There's, there's a lot of reasons why I love this film because um, because I'm working on a comic right now and I'm a, such a huge fan of anime and stuff. Right. This is exactly the kind of movie that I just really like, yeah. you know, and I really like sort of this this blending of like the real romance, gritty stuff yeah. and then sort of switching like randomly right. to this flying action scenes. Right. I just like that freedom in a movie. Yeah. That was one of the things that I, I just love how free this movie feels. Yeah, right. And I also I also love how the story is really slow, but the movie moves so fast. Yeah, I and I that. love yeah. I, I, yeah. I love that about it. And to and I love how how they're how they move between the character perspectives where you yeah. start and you follow, which can be really frustrating. Um, no, I like that. I, I think, but yeah, yeah but I, that's one of the things I love, which was like, cause you start with like the main, yeah. uh, fighter and then he talks to a woman and then you follow the woman and then you talk, yeah. she talks to someone right. else and then you follow the girl and then you jump to her backstory and it's like, and that yeah. spends like 30 minutes with her backstory. It's like, dude, this structure is so crazy. This should be fucking trash, but it works so yeah. beautifully and it, right. it flows so well. Yeah. And, um, so I, I think, so I think the thing to me is that if you if you want if you're not into this movie, uh, and this is talking to you specifically <laughs> and other people as well, uh, but like if you're not into this movie and you're interested in trying to understand why other people are, I would say the first thing that you should do is understand why the visuals like work so yeah. well, you know, to like to us, and then like delve into the story because I genuinely love the story yeah, of this right. film. It is cheesy, it's super yeah, anime, right. but that's like the style of it. It's yeah, it's cute. Sure. Like yeah. Ang Lee was on, on articles was talking about like think of this like a fucking musical. It's yeah, a musical right. where the, the fight scenes are sure. a break from yeah, reality. Right. All yeah. the rules of realism are thrown out the window, sure. and it's like we're just fighting. Yeah, right. We'll go all over the place. It, it rules don't matter sure. anymore. And then we're back to the real sure. world. That's and I think that's a really yeah. wonderful thing. About about this film because the other thing about because this this film is like a martial arts film but it's like an experimental ground pushing art like art uh-huh. film, which is why i think you had such like a, also, a weird reaction, to weird reaction too, is that 
it's fine, it's really good. You know, it's really like, I, I just start thinking about like, samurai movies, you know? Like, yeah. that's just kind of my like, head goes. Like, my head could not go to anime, you know, like, at all. And sure. that's basically what this is, is you're absolutely right. I didn't really think about that as I was watching it. Because I don't, I haven't seen enough anime to even like, really comment yeah. on anime, to be honest. Well, samurai, um, sure, sure. And so, I, like, I didn't even get that at all, so I started thinking about, like, Kurosawa, and no, kind dude. of, like, comparing, I've seen a lot of Kurosawa movies, and I, like, I mean, if you ever see a Kurosawa movie, I mean, you'll, you'll know, but, I mean, they're shockingly beautiful in the way that, like, I guess I was just kind of, like, thinking that, like, this was almost, like, a less, like, I don't know, deep Kurosawa movie because like yeah I get, that, that's fair and, like but I like i don't fair. think there's nothing wrong with that like and i, I, and I had a guy in my mind that this was extremely successful in america and it's not that yeah. the plot is hard to follow it's almost like it's just very like kind of basic like kind of like i don't know because I, I i it's a story that i feel like i've seen before maybe i haven't yeah. i just feel like i have somewhere um, yeah, no, I mean, like a Kurosawa movie, like is so much like methodical and like the characters, like, um, like experience in the in this movie, or it's much more like a character. He's way more driven with like atmosphere and like really pulling you into these environments and stuff. Yes, which is not what this is. Like, this is very much like kind of you know. Like you said, fast-paced kind of plot. Really. Well, so that's I, probably I, I, like well, another well, well. reason. <laughs> I think I think one of the reasons why this works so well is because of the atmosphere of this movie too. Is because you that's why oh, they yeah. can get away yeah. with so much with so much of the exposition dumps that they do, yeah. which they do do a lot of exposition dumps. I think that's a I think that's a worthy criticism of it. I didn't mind it because I was so invested in what the exposition dumps were kind of like about. Yeah, right. You know. Um, and I'm just adjusted to sort of that goofy style of <laughs> of, of of writing yeah, yeah, yeah. too, because sure. that, that's that that's a huge thing about myself. It's just like I think I think that's also my bias. I should make really clear is that I am really wired to like shit like this. Sure, this yeah, is just yeah. really yeah, in line with my preferences. Exactly. Yeah. You're I, you don't I like see, anime like I at all. Like, <laughs> like, watch, like I don't even know any. Um, I haven't seen a lot of martial arts movies. Yeah. Like at all. So. Yeah. Except for I, I think, movies. But they're not even. I, I would really wonder. I would really wonder about. Um, I, I love situations like this because I really. I really like deconstructing like whether. Because being a classic and being like influential doesn't necessarily mean it's good. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, a lot of no, things I, are hits. Bro, I mean, there is a. Uh, Dude, this movie's obviously good. I just, I think it just did not click with me in terms of like, yeah. like I just, there's this, this happens, you know, like you'll see like, not everything is, this is a prime example, not everything is for everybody. You yeah. know, like, this movie isn't really my thing. Like, I just don't okay. really like it. <laughs> okay, 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 here's, here's a, compl here's a complicated question. 
Here's a complicated question that might deviate. We'll, we'll get back to Crouching Tiger eventually. Maybe maybe it will just well, be when we wrap this up. But here's a question that I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to give this question justice. But it's how... So if you have a film, how do you determine if a film is, like, bad, right? How do I political trouble that? No, no, like, a larger, more philosophical okay. scale. Because, like, you, it's easy to answer, like, how you determine yeah. that, right? Because you have your reasons for everyone kind of has their reasons. But how do we, as a human race, determine how if something is bad, you know? Because yeah. we, only, we only have our perspective, right? So, like, in this situation, <laughs> I would say it's fair to say, because you didn't like it, it would be fair for you to call it bad. But sure. you are reluctant to call it bad because oh. of the social, yeah. like, like the social situation of this film. Well, because and then the I'm also like, <clears throat> this isn't like a situation where I would like to give this another chance. Like, like I, like yeah, I never that's said, a big part. I didn't like hate watching this. I think I was also really impressed. Like, oh, this is gonna be an iconic movie. You know, I sat, I was expecting yeah. something, didn't get that. Yeah. This is why I always say, watch movies multiple times. If I watch this again yeah. and, I, and I'm still like, it's not really for me, then yeah. it's not for me. You know, this is like a situation where... Were you sober, by the way? Oh, yeah, I'm still cold this? sober. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't <laughs> drunk or high or anything. Yeah, I was still cold sober. Um, in broad daylight. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so no, so that is a very interesting <laughs> question. I totally understand what you're saying. Is that yeah? If like how how, how does a society determine if something is bad? And I think my yeah. answer to that is is time. I think like when That's something great. comes out, and also like let's be honest here, it's it's it is obvious that something makes an impact. It's obvious, like in this day and age with the internet, and you can see what people are talking about. It's all about what people are talking about. For like Get Out, for example, yeah. still a fucking classic. When that movie came out, it was like huge. Everybody was talking about it. Years later, people still talk about it. Years later, people still like it's still to this day. College courses are being taken about it. There's obviously something going on there. With bad movies, <laughs> with like historically, a lot of bad movies we don't even fucking know about them. Yeah, we don't. We think about yeah. how many. Yeah, yeah. Think about how many movies come out a year, and think about our top. Like I remember, I had thirty films in my in my top nineteen or whatever. Like honorable mentions and everything. Think about how many fucking movies come out a year, man. There's fucking. Yeah. We don't fucking know, but yeah. We don't, they were bad. They fucking, yeah. woo, they fucking faded away and no one even but, talk about it anymore. Okay. And Here's then that's the amazing thing. thing about unrated gems, right? When gems, when, yes. when, okay, when, when the gems can come out, like a Napoleon Dynamite or a, or a Gotti Garco, yeah. these movies yeah. that were lost in the, maybe the giant blockbuster that they were released under, they get faded away. And those are amazing to find. They're gems. They're like, holy shit, this is like a movie that, we thought it was bad, but we rediscovered it, and now it's this fucking classic. Donnie Garko is a classic. It is a fucking... Yeah. It's a, people... There are books, there are <laughs> articles upon articles, there are fans, <laughs> there are fucking people discussing that movie to this day, and it is 20 years old. 
So that's crazy. Yeah. For me, the question, the answer is always been I've thought about that all the time. Where it's like, who am I to say that this is bad? And like, in, in reality, people say it's bad. The majority of people will say it's bad. And like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, it's like, I think most people would be like, less or uh, that would be pretty bad. Uh, did it make the money that it nearly should have gotten if it was good? And then people sit on that movie every fucking chance. Like, I've, I've never met somebody that liked that movie. <laughs> like, yeah. the consensus around the internet is people hate it. Yeah, there's just, you know, there's an audience that like it. But there's always going to be that, you know? But the majority think, is, yeah. is... People, you will know over time. When something comes out, also a bad movie can be so bad that it actually does make an impact. Like, The yeah. Last Airbender. It is so bad that it's like considered to be one of the worst movies of the decade or or if you want to make it even more complicated talking about the room which is so bad it's, it's right it's, it's good genuinely and that's kind of like, brilliant. And I, yeah right and that's like a whole other thing where it's like that's another amazing thing about unrated gems it's like these people yeah. are like well there's something going on here who knows like 30 years from now maybe like um aquaman will be like this fucking sure. movie that yeah. we people, don't know. Like our grandkids will watch and be like, look at this fucking relic when they were fucking making superhero movies all the time. These fucking goofy fucking superhero movies. Like we don't know. Yeah. I think I think that's that's great, man. I think that's super true then, because our grandkids will tell like Aquaman sucks and then we'll be like, we <laughs> like we kinda like it when it came out. We kinda like you know? it, come like, on. We don't fucking yeah. change. People change. I think, I think time is the most powerful factor of determining these things, and I think I'm I'm going to look into this a little bit more microscopically to talk about like what is happening during those times and what you can do. Well, let's just think. Okay, so I, I think that I think that one of the things the important factor is like what what when you're talking about like when society is deciding what is good and what's bad. Uh -huh. What that really is, is when individuals are making authentic choices for what moved them and what doesn't, right? Yeah, have, I think people, have, people are doing that, you know, subconsciously. Yeah. But, and I think, and I think the way that you as an individual can help to make those decisions, to help to working towards understanding, towards, towards time deciding what is good and what is bad, is just you deciding authentically in that moment like I don't like this or I do like this because you deciding that is making a huge impact yeah. on what is going to be relevant in the generations moving forward. You deciding I like this, right. I don't. Doesn't matter who the fuck you are. Yeah. You existing and liking something or not liking something is making a huge impact. Yeah. And the other thing that's important to that is you as an individual are responsible to let your opinions be malle malleable too, you know? Like for example, um, a lot like this movie or for you, like maybe you'll like it in the future. You have to accept that, yeah. you know, that mm -hmm. maybe I'll like this in the future or maybe you won't. And you'll have to accept that you're never going to like this film when everyone else right. does. That's kind of a hardship to have to live through that. Right. When everyone talks about Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon, you're just going to either have to decide. It's like, well, I'll either have to just not talk yeah, during this everybody, conversation. Everybody has, <laughs> everybody has those movies, right? Whatever, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, wow, I love that movie. I remember one one of my friends made him laugh so hard because we were talking about Fight Club. And yeah. he was like <laughs> and we were all like there were like five of us, we were all like, Oh dude, it was fucking awesome and you know, we were in high school we just saw it, you know. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Awesome. We were a high schooler. And so, uh, and my buddy was like, I don't like Fight Club. And we basically just like made fun of him and riffed on him for not liking Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's shit like that. There's, that happens. You know, people have yeah. those movies that you watch and they just don't click with you. Like, I totally understand all what you're saying. It's like, but you describing this movie is like, okay, that's why I don't like it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I, yeah, sure. not yeah. anime, fucking goofy shit, not really into most of the time, sometimes, right now. You know, I don't know. You know? So, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I would like to like this movie, you know? So, <laughs> I want to. But, dude, we need to talk about, okay. The action of this movie is fucking cool as fuck. Like, like it's, oh kind of, it's kind of like what this movie's known Oh, for, my God. You know? um, and I love the action. The end, so the last action scene between um, the the older woman and, the, and Jen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that shit is wild. That's like, that's the best one. That one's insane. And then there's yeah. like, yeah, they're all great. But um, I, the action's yeah, really I, cool. I, I love I love the I, I the, the action scenes in uh, I just love I love everything about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love everything. I think also like the action too is like it's super choreographed and like really fun. But there's but like there are it it is it's so it's a weird tone. And like you say anime makes total sense to me now. Because I really was just like not fucking with because it was like this goofy as like just awesomely goofy action where it's like people are kicking each other like fucking like fifty feet far away and cl climbing yeah. up walls, yeah, yeah. literally flying like just leaping and literally like flying. Um, so yeah. that's goofy, and then like but it's like shot in a way that's like kind of like like grounded in reality so it was like kind of like okay i don't really get this so tone, okay okay but okay, okay. That, like, so so the other thing this movie reminds me of is oh fuck what is the movie with the axe gang in it the chinese another chinese movie kung fu yeah, hustle i like kung fu hustle a lot which kung fu hustle that's clearly a comedy Exactly, yeah, right. because it's really set yeah. in its tone, and the reality of how exaggerated it is is totally permissible for all yeah, because it's right. constant yeah, in that. Yeah. But this why this is why I love this movie yeah, because sure. it's not yeah. constant like that. It breaks out of those boundaries, yeah. and it allows itself to be that hysterical. You're totally right. It's it's like it's almost parody. How yeah. ridiculous some of these fights like, are. I admire about it, but I think that consumption like a perception when I saw this movie is that I thought it was going to be like a hardcore, sure. like a fucking sure. kung fu movie, but it, it's kind of, it's kind of like exaggerated that like a little bit, right? Yeah. What you're saying? Yeah. And I, and I think, I think that, I think that it's, it, you might've gone in expecting a movie like old boy or one right. of those. Probably, kind of films. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's, and it's like this film to me, is a similar quality of film to something like Old Boy. I'm not exaggerating that at all. It's like yeah. very similar sure. quality and how much I love it and how well this was yeah. made. But it's so different. 
Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. But like I th- I think that I think that um that that would have like a major impact on it because Yeah, like if yeah, I, I mean, walk in again I like to be like more accustomed to like the vibe of this because I was expecting it to be like way way like grittier or like way yeah. like like I don't know, or Okay, so here's here's another thing that I'm like I'm I've been thinking about, which is like this is not an attack on you, and you know this, but let me just like make this clear, like oh my god, yeah. but like one of one of the things I have realized for myself is is recognizing that how closed off I am from different things, you know, and that once sure, I yeah. just like open myself up to that different thing. And just like oh, yeah. not have any opinions yeah. on it, and just let it be the the thing, like open minded. Yeah. It becomes like one of my favorite things. Yeah. Like uh, like liking a new genre of music. This happens to me all the time. Right. Where like R and B is a great example. I always thought I hated R and B. Like I didn't like it at all. Yeah, and I, then I, I opened my mind that to it. A lot it. of people that are like young do, where it's like I don't like R and B. Absolutely, you don't get to that. Absolutely, listen to fucking Angelo and tell me you don't like that. You know, yeah. and if you don't, I think you have a problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Prince. Um, you know, so I think I've suffered that a lot. And, like, I wasn't, and I'm absolutely open to liking something like this, you know, obviously. You know, I don't I don't go in, like, wanting to hate something. I think those people are kind of losers. No, I don't, um, no, no, no. Losers in my book. But, um... So, yeah. I think this is dramatically outside of anything and I also that you're used to like, enjoying. Like, like, I think this movie, like, I like it. Like, it's, I just wasn't, like, blown away by it. Like, like, I wasn't... And I think I, part of it is I saw this, this classic movie 20 years later or whatever, and, like, I had this, like, expectation of, like, maybe I, what I think it's gonna be or what I want it to be because I just heard about this movie for so long. And then Absolutely. when I finally watched it, my expectations were let down, you know? That's yeah. probably what happened. So I should give this another shot because I want I'm, I'm, I am fascinated with elements of this movie, like for sure. Yeah. It's just like I mean, it, like I wasn't sitting there like enjoying it, and that's that's just me. This is all me. This is not yeah. the fucking movie, man. This is all me. All. Yeah. And I, I also I also really I really I have been in your fucking position before, man. Yeah. So you want to really, like when, things that other people like. You want to like, yeah. like classic movies that other people like, and like I like this movie, but I'm just like not like like in love with it. But but the other but the other thing the other thing too that I think I don't that like Shakespeare in love. I, sure. Quite <laughs> honestly, I hate it. There are people out there that <laughs> fucking love it. I think I think that sometimes there's like. There's a thing. There's a thing. The other thing that I think is important to address that I feel a lot of times is that when there's a situation like this, or I don't like a movie where it feels like I should, the problem is not that the person who doesn't like this movie is the problem. Like yeah. that to me is a toxic mindset to have. Like you yeah. are the problem here yeah, because yeah. you don't like this movie. Super, so we should fix it's that. Like, that's another thing you do when you're really young. That's so fucking stupid. Because because the reason why you do that, lie. like you can talk about it, maybe they could be like, okay, maybe I'll give it another shot. But like yeah. most of the time, you know, 
You feel suckled. You feel suckled. Yeah. Well, because because what we're trying to do when you're young, and I feel this a lot too, you know, and this is this is what my struggle is right now with talking to you about this. I'm yeah. not overreacting to this because I've been through this before. <laughs> I'm more mature. I'm not going to react to you yeah. like a child because I know what's happening here. I've been through this. But the threat that is happening to me right now is that my reality is being threatened. You know, really comfortable. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be really comfortable Dude. for me if you just said you like this film. I could just say this is a classic. Yeah. We know what a good yeah, movie is. But you're threatening me by saying you don't like it. <laughs> Literally, Thank you, you bitch. <laughs> you're fucking wrong. You're threatening my opinion, my viewpoint you're fucking of the world. Wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> And I think um, I think yeah, it's a funny. I think it's a huge yeah, problem because I think I don't I think people know how to like, process that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've just been watching movies for so long that I think like I I know what that feels like, and I don't like. I'm always going to movies. With, I had it always with like. It always feels really weird when you like love something and everybody else like hates it. You know? Yeah. I remember a good experience where I went and saw the Revenant, which is like one of my favorite movies, probably, uh, and. Um, when I saw that when it came out in theaters, I went with like six of my friends, and I was like, you know, I was like, holy shit, like that movie was fucking incredible, and everyone hated it. I was the only yeah. person that liked it. Wow. And so I felt so like, that's a weirder feeling, because it's like, you feel like if you're wrong, you feel like you're like, what? Like, am I weird? And then you kind of realize, oh, no, it's just, you know, a lot of people like this movie, you know? And yeah. Like it's, well, that's a that's a great example, too. Because it's nice it to goes, know it, that, like, there's two kinds of people. Sometimes people, like, there's the other side where, like, people... I know, I've been following Rock Hacking since they fucking started. And I remember seeing the fans basically being, like, um, like, when they got popular, like, when they signed, like, record, a record deal and, like, they released, like, Saturation Theory or whatever, like, the more they got popular, like, you were seeing fans be like, oh, I miss when no one knew who they were. Absolutely. And there's, there's a couple kinds of people where it's like, I like that aspect where it feels like that it's yours, you know, you feel like that you, this is something that I discovered and something that is only for me and that everybody else can enjoy. But there's also, like, a person that I think I am where it's more like, you know, I want kind of everything to like, I want everything to like things that I think are good, you know, and like, that sure. I like, you know, I like to have that communal thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's, that's a, oh, a that's feeling, really interesting. a feeling that I have where it's like, it's like, man, like, I like this thing, or I was more comfortable, like, hating things <laughs> that other people like, that's just part of my, probably my hipster brain, uh, where I was I, like, no, I feel that, I, I feel that way too. Like, it was, it, was, it was easier for me to hate it because I was like, okay, I know this is fucking... I know my, like favorite thing, my, my favorite thing is to hate what someone loves but like what they hate. That's my favorite position <laughs> yeah, to be sure. in. Yeah. <laughs> because you feel so powerful when that position... <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But also, like, sometimes you feel like... I, I don't really have that sometimes because, like... Sometimes I think I'm like, am I the fucking weird person for really liking Death Grips? You know, like, yeah, am I the yeah, fucking, yeah. Am I the weirdo who re just really likes Death Grips? <laughs> or just really likes Brock Hampton, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, but no, I mean, it's, it's all, it's, we're just, we're just discussing a thing called audiences that, yeah. you know, people, when you're an exec, you talk about, these are the kinds of audiences that you look at when you're making a movie to fit a certain demographic, you know? I want, <laughs> yeah, just, just imagine everything as a giant fucking graph, right? Yeah. So you have this graph, you have an x-axis and a y-axis. <laughs> And then you have some jerk, right, who plots all these individual points. He plots one, he plots two, and then he plots a million fucking points. And from this point, he designs, like, three correlations from yeah. it. You know, three lines that come out of this graph. Here's what you have to remember. You're one fucking point on that graph. Exactly. You're one, one of point. those things. Yeah. You make up one of those points. Yeah. And maybe you're one of those guys on that line. And maybe you're all the way on fucking, like, the south end corner of it, exactly. you know? Like, what are you doing exactly. over there, you dumbass? Get on, get on the point. Doing? Get on the correlation. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're you <laughs> But guess what? Even though you're a fucking dumbass on the wrong side of this stupid fucking graph designed by this jerkwad, you're still on the goddamn graph, dude. You're still, still up there. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And uh, I think that was a really good discussion on why having yeah, I love that. discussion having I I apologize that I wish we were talking about the movie more, but like I it's okay. a this lot is the conversation this is recollecting the story of this really was. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Probably because I'm a moron. Most likely. Movie <laughs> has five Academy Awards. No, it's Tons because you weren't like into it. it, dude. It didn't work for I you. Dude. Why it. would you? Why would you? Why would you be invested in something that you didn't care about? It doesn't make exactly. any sense at all. I like that. Yeah. You know? I can recollect the whole fucking thing, but that's because I loved it. Yeah. Why would you spend your time with it? Right. Why would you <laughs> commit that to memory yeah. when you, you didn't enjoy right. it? Right. <laughs> um, we, we we have other things in common that we could enjoy. You know. Yeah. God. yeah. I like anime. I'll be weird. I'll watch my hentai. You don't have to talk to me about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I feel bad, but I think we ended up having a good conversation. I 100% I absolutely agree. I don't know how long we've been talking. I don't know how yeah. long we've been talking. I don't know what's going on. I think we've talked long enough for a podcast if we want to wrap this Dude, up I here. Think Do you have anything, you have anything funny? I actually have something funny anything to say. Anything funny to say? No. I have, so you think of, so I'll tell my funny thing and then you can say, think of something funny real quick to say. It could be anything. Okay. But here's a little, here's a story. So Eva and I, uh, there's, there's, there's this spot that right when we come into our apartment, these people, people will leave shit. That's like free shit. We've assumed that that's what this means. It's possible even I are just stealing people's <laughs> things like while they're moving. Uh -huh. But we're, we're like, we're like pretty certain it's like just like the it's side like of the a, road kind of yeah, dumpsters right. type stuff. Um, but, uh, I think they would ask people if they were still Yeah. So, so Eva and I found this mirror, this full body uh -huh. mirror all, all down in, in this spot. Yeah. And Eva has wanted a full body mirror forever, uh -huh. you know, because so that she can see her whole body, like to get outfits on. Right. I also like full body mirror. This isn't just Eva. Yeah. I was very excited about this too. So we brought this into our apartment uh -huh. and we have this full body mirror and we sat down in the apartment and I didn't think anything else about it. And then a little while later, a little while later, just today, we've had this thing for uh, like two weeks. Yeah. And Eva was telling me, it's just like, you know what? This mirror is in the view of my camera when I'm on zoom. And uh -huh. 
it also happens to be right in front of our closet where our clothes are. And sometimes you come in and change your clothes. And I have realized that I can see you in the mirror when you come in to change your clothes. So what this probably means is that I have been exposing myself to Eva's classes for the past two weeks. <laughs> unwitting to myself or Eva. <laughs> and now Eva Eva thinks that she caught it before anyone notices. And she was like kind of whenever I would come in, she would lean over and cover the mirror. So she thinks this. <laughs> But I'm I'm like pretty confident that I have like flashed a little bit of skin to like <laughs> some of her students or some of her classmates before. Fucking dude. Absolutely. <laughs> Straight up. I don't think I ever showed any dick, but it's not, I'm not 100% That's about that. <laughs> because what I do is what I do is that I stand in the doorway like like yeah. parallel uh, parallel to where the camera yeah. is so that people I know people can't see right. me, but that happens to be directly in front, front of, of the fucking mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, I uh, uh, s- sorry see uh, you students <laughs> I apologize <laughs> I oh, have no idea hairy asshole <laughs> it's really hairy it's super so hairy. hairy it's hairy why and so sweaty hairy? God damn. Yeah. <laughs> why is it so hard to say that yeah. Talk about why is it ass. hairy in the first plate why do we why need hair, hair in, in our crack? asshole well Probably guys to live here. It keeps it warm. Yeah. Do I, do I really need my asshole to be warm, though? Can you think that we can grow out of that? Yeah. Girls don't have hairy assholes. They don't? No. Any of their asshole? I guess not. Not really. Well, yeah, no. Men just no. inherently have more hair. The problem just grows everywhere. But why? Why? Why does it have to? Why can't it stop like at the chode reason? Why does it have to go all the way into the chode reason? <laughs> um. I don't do know. you have I answers think for because, me? <laughs> yeah, I do, because I think the kids, uh, they don't have clothes. They're at home, they, <laughs> you know, they sit, like, oh, it's cold! And they, like, evolved <laughs> hair, you know, to protect the rectum. Asshole That's what hair warm. is for. <laughs> it's for warmth, it's for protection. And yeah. we have said it, we don't need it, we don't need this, like, full, <laughs> we don't need full body, because we have to clothes. Yeah, uh, probably people. The first people were very hairy. We evolved yeah. into not having hair, and then we're gonna but evolve like, okay. into just being a skeleton. Okay, okay, wait, wait. So, like, why, why would it be that the assholes location where it's like ubiquitous, where all men have hairy assholes, but we don't all have hairy chests? Because it would make sense to me if all well, men I had think, hairy chests and only some of us well, had hairy assholes. That, <laughs> no, I don't think. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't think. I think we're like we like the. An anomaly. I don't know if a lot of people have hairy serious? assholes. Yeah, dude, I would be so jealous of the man asshole, who said he doesn't have a hairy asshole. My asshole is hairy. I mean, like, yeah, really, mine too. It is like, it is like the Sahara. It is like the Sahara Desert. It is like <laughs> the Amazon. Yeah, um, it is, mine's like Cthulhu's beard. <laughs> That's what mine looks like. Oh my god! It's, it, it feels like that when you look into it. it looks like you're looking into Cthulhu's eyes. <laughs> You question reality itself. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> when I stare into my asshole, I see the future. <laughs> um, that, dude, that should be a subplot of Bottle Cap, dude. Hairiest asshole ever. And they can see through the fucking. Oh my god. 
We got a visual theme yeah, too the, because the an asshole kind of looks like a bottle cap. Hole. Oh my god. There was like, a like movie recently that was, Yeah, what a good girl. Wait. Yeah, good girl. Colonoscopy. Go. Good girl yeah. through the hole. Good girl. Yeah. Into the butt. Well, it came out of the butt, I think. I don't know if it went into the butt. Coming out of the butt feels a little bit less. Dude, I heard about there's this Lily Cherry. We gotta add this book. There's this yeah. Lily Cherry with Kyle Holland. You heard about this little movie? I think so. The Apple TV Plus movie. Haven't seen it, but I heard about there's a scene where someone gets a rectal exam and the camera is in the butt. And like you see Whoa. the fingers. Like, <laughs> That's I heard awesome. about it. I was like, what the fuck? I That's the best thing that. I've ever heard. Oh, man. Oh, well, wait. I have one more movie I actually want to mention, and then we can close. Oh, yeah. I could, I could because, go to a movie, too. Because I saw a trailer for a new A24 movie called Zola. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the coolest yeah, thing to I know, me. I know, because yeah. I'm I'm sure that you're aware with yeah. this thread. But I was one of those people way back like I get it must have been in fucking high school. Yeah. I saw this Twitter thread of what the Zola thing uh -huh. came on and I read this and I was like, that was the craziest shit I've ever read. Yeah. And I have it on my oh, fucking notes whoa, on my really? phone Holy from shit. however long it was. And I was like, I'm gonna make this. No way, really? <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I kept this and I was like, I'm gonna make That's this. And I saw crazy. this trailer and I was like, is this my movie? Did they steal no way. my movie? Dude, yeah. I felt like so that when I saw a Blue Driver. Like when yeah. I saw Blue Driver, I was like, dude, I totally had that idea when I was in, like in high school. Like I yeah, I remember you telling like, me about I that. I totally had that idea. Yeah, that's so funny. So I'm I am so hyped because I would never want to make that film now. I have no interest in making it that looks film. Great. I, I'm I, mature, the but looks, it looks great. But it looks it looks awesome. Yeah, it, looks it looks so good. My sister saw it. I'm so excited. My sister saw it. She saw yeah, it. Wow. Yeah, Sundance. That, this was that's, another movie that that's probably so awesome. Sundance. Two years ago, did uh, she like it? Yeah, she loved it. Loved it. She thought it was okay, great. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, I think that movie looks awesome. I wonder how what looks if super the, funny. If they're gonna follow the Twitter thread. How how close? I they're think gonna my sister that. said that it's pretty close. Like it's pretty because yeah. it's so absurd that why they it doesn't why, really need yeah, much why editing. They, yeah, why you know they you know uh, honestly. Out. Honestly, I think the only way that they would edit it would be to like uh, make it clean. Yeah, yeah, anything. exactly. Because the Twitter wide. thread is so extreme and all over the place that they would just have to streamline it. That was so. I, I was just so. I just thought yeah, that was such a cool awesome. thing. Yeah. That was such a cool thing for me to see this Twitter thread. I've never been that intimately involved yeah, with like something so online. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of so people that feel was, that way. That was too. a first for me. Which is why that movie is going to be successful and why it was a good fucking idea to yeah. make that movie. I saw that and for whatever, and it's cool because like now when I see that next time, now I'll know it's like they're going to make a movie out of this. Like I know what it's <laughs> yeah. going to, what, yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah. But when I saw that the first time, it's like, well, this would have made a great movie, but I don't know if they'll ever do right. it. So I should do it, which <laughs> was my thought process. But I'm really glad that they did it. I'm so yeah, hyped. Cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that movie, what was that called? Summer? Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to do it when it comes out. I would, but, love to. Uh, I would love to. That'd be so cool. So, I saw a couple movies. One, the Oscar nominations came out, which was a while ago. But I, we didn't like, mention it or anything. 
I'm gonna say mm-hmm. is like I'm honestly pretty happy with them. Sound of Metal got Cubs and Nominations. I love cool. that movie. It's a great movie. And it's a small indie movie that probably never would have gotten Oscar nominations if it didn't come out in 2020. Absolutely. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, no Badlands is an amazing movie. So I'll be like catching up on kind of the Oscar nominations. But there's a lot of, like, there's a whole playlist on Netflix. I was really yeah. surprised to see that. And I saw a movie called The Father, which I've uh, it stars that. Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Coleman. Okay. okay. And it is about... Um, the father is going through dementia, uh, hardcore dementia. Oh, and what this movie is about oh, is about fuck. the family dealing with the character, Anthony Hopkins' character. And what what it sounds like is a you know, a Oscar bait, you know, tearjerker or whatever, right? I loved yeah. the, this movie. I, I loved it. I thought it was fucking amazing because what's cool about it is the film is told from the perspective of Anthony Hopkins. So mm. what you get is, is oh, a movie your perspective, where ooh. it feels like you're on the, you have dementia. And That's cool. It's cool, but bring your fuck. This movie is so fucking sad. I mean, it is uh-huh. heavy. It is emotional. Anthony Hopkins, I don't know who this guy is, but he's a great, <laughs> he's a great actor. Who should continue to act? This yeah, Anthony I've, Hopkins guy? Yeah, dude, yeah. Start just kinda starting, knows starting out what his he's career. Doing. Um, I'm glad he's glad, glad he's, he's jumping in yeah, there real I'm strong. Um, so who's fucking phenomenal in it? So I saw that. Love that. And then I know you'll never watch this one. I just want to mention it because it just came out. <laughs> the, the new Eric Andre uh, movie called Bad Trip. This is Never like prank, in my whole entire movie. life. Uh, it's, <laughs> honestly, it's one of... It was very... I was immensely impressed by this movie. I thought it was incredibly I'm sure, funny. I'm sure it's so innovative, it right? It was innovative. It was... Um, they've done things like this, obviously, like fucking Borat, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's you know, movies, Jackass. But what made this so amazing that kind of stood it out from... Maybe the Jackass movies. Bad Trip is like, what they do, what Eric Andre does, is incorporate the pranks within the plot of the movie in a way that Borat does, but in a more like elaborate way that is very okay. funny. Um, like, he, Eric Andre, he wrote these pranks to have a person say a certain word or a certain like sentence to propel the plot along. The plot is this self aware, goofy-ass road trip movie. And it is totally, like, they don't take itself seriously at all. You know, it's 80 minutes. It is, like... In and out. In and out. It is hilarious. The pranks are absolutely ridiculous and hilarious and, like... Wow, it's less than an hour and 30? Less than an hour and 30. It's fucking 82 minutes or something. It's fucking... That's... I can't tell you how perfect that fucking time is. You know, if it was longer, it would have overstayed its welcome. You know, we're, we're, you're yeah. watching a dude prank a bunch of people. Or, you know, like, the movie's prank, plot point, prank. You know, you can only, I can only get, get you so far. So, 80 minutes is 82 minutes. Perfect. 82 minutes and, is how far I can get uh, you. <laughs> there, are, there are things that made me laugh so fucking hard. I mean, there's 
one prank that that is getting like the most like public uh you know talk about it and uh it, the movie starts little around howry from get out as well mm-hmm. and uh tiffany haddish and mm. Lil Ron Howard's character and Eric Andre, they do a bunch of drugs. They get, like, super high. Yeah. And the prank is that they go into this, like, <laughs> this, like, grocery store and just act like they're on acid and they just fucking, like, look, you know, real people. <laughs> and so yeah. after that, they wake up and they're in a field. And they're like, dude, what happened last night? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And they get up and their dicks are attached in a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> so, and both, they're real dicks. I mean, they're real wow. dicks. Wow. Touching at the tips, like, with the Chinese. In a Chinese finger trap. And they start freaking out, and they're, like, trying to get help, and this is real. You know, this is real. Eric Andre and Laura Hunter are walking with their wow. dicks out in a Chinese finger trap, and they're, they're running down, like, Chinatown in San Francisco or whatever and people are like fucking running away and like no wow. one will help them. They're like screaming for help. And then ultimately they go and they're like, Oh, there's a barbershop, like damn scissors and he, they go to a barbershop and the <laughs> dude pulls out a knife and starts like chasing them. And so I re- and then like that's in the movie and I read that that was like the security guard had to like who was there had to tackle the fucking guy he was gonna like kill them <laughs> and i read that i was like holy shit wow um, that was that presentation there's one that is that i'll that you should i'll show you it's not crazy it's just it's yeah. so fucking funny um but yeah, I thought it was great. I'm a big Eric Andre fan. I love his show. Yeah. I, lo- I, think- I, I honestly I honestly like Eric Andre a lot. You just know me. I don't have much tolerance I mean, for his, shit like his that. Stick is but he's brilliant. Awkwardness. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, Abs- yeah. He's a brilliant. He's a brilliant comedian. And I think in he's our genius. 21st, in our uh, generation, he's like a mean god. You know, he's, he's hilarious. I love him. I, I, so, I honestly see that ability to be able to not care. This is what I love about comedians and all. stuff. But I also I love this about comedians, but I also realize, I recognize that I as a person can't do yeah. this. This is a limitation of myself. But like, that they they don't care and they're able to do any anything just for laughs. Like yeah, they just exactly. don't care right. at all yeah, for exactly. that stuff because it's all about like the events of life. It's like if they make someone seriously mad because it's, it's like beautiful. This is what I like about. I was thinking about this when I saw uh, like the bad friends and the two bears like crossover <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. thinking about it's like they. It's like it's a great point to realize that when you get offended, how meaningless it is when you get offended, yeah, right, you know? Yeah. So like making someone feel offended, there's no reason to feel bad about that. And right. to certain respect, yeah. you know, like you don't want to like lose friends or lose relationships you care about, <laughs> you know, maybe, but maybe you shouldn't really worry about offending people that right. much. Yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. I mean, right. it's a great code to live by. Yeah. I think comedians are really have a wiseness in that way, but there's a certain degree of it that I don't have much. Yeah, exactly. For. That's, that's <laughs> know that like people uh and like i think eric i love <laughs> like that's the one thing that we got i love comedy that makes people uncomfortable like i don't Absolutely, do it personally yeah. i love watching it so yeah <laughs> like there's a, there's a scene 
fucking bad trip. Oh, God. So, like, he... He worked in a smoothie shop, and the fight before, he stuck his hand into a blender, and the fucking, like, the blood started spewing out from the blender, and all these yeah. people were like, oh, like, oh my god. <laughs> and they are like, what? Like, and so, after that, he, and he decides he's going to go to New York and visit this girl, and he's like, yeah. and he's like, I gotta tell somebody. And he walks up to a, a real dude, like, on the bench with his hand, like, yeah. completely cut off, and he's like, he's talking to him, he's like, Hey, can I talk? <laughs> can I tell you something? And he's like, sure. And Eric Andre basically <laughs> is acting like to this real guy. Like he's doing a performance and he's like, listen, man, I just, I really like this girl. And like he's like doing that whole thing to this dude. And this dude wow. is like amazing. He like gives him advice and he's like, look, man, if you, <laughs> if you love her, <laughs> like this is all like, it's all real. Wow. And like, if you love her, man, just go get her. And like, something like that. And like, Eric Andre's like, you're right. And he starts singing a song. Like, he starts breaking out into a musical number. <laughs> and like, he's in like a plaza. And he starts breaking out. He starts singing the song. And the guy's like, okay. And then he gets up. And like, he starts like doing the whole thing in this middle of the plaza. And, uh-huh. and this one guy was like, went to the dude on the bench, like, what's this guy doing? And the guy on the bench just goes, he's in love. Like, that's what he said. <laughs> wow. And we're like, holy. And then wow. he goes into a mall and, like, gets, like, all these, like, background dancers come out of nowhere. And they just do, like, a whole musical number inside of this mall. Uh, so wow. funny. It's, it's great because... Like, I was actually really floored by it, because it was like, like, Bad Grandpa, you ever see that, the Jackass movie? Oh, yeah, you probably would have that. Yeah, so Bad Grandpa is kind of similar to that, where it was like a road trip movie that, like, used pranks along. The thing about Bad Grandpa is, like, they try to, like, make it, like, poignant. Like, they try to, like, have, like, actual scenes. And the pranks were just, like, the grandpa getting in trouble or whatever but this yeah. movie like actually was kind of innovative in the prank movie because it was like completely absurd like the whole movie was just absurd yeah yeah and it was written in a way that was like that let the pranks like actually almost like make sense like in the absurd context of this movie but also like like had real reactions and real people like add to the movie like there's this yeah. great at the end like like the two best friends you know separate or whatever like you know it's a typical like like they got in trouble they got they got mad at each other and they separated and then the end they're gonna listen man i'm sorry you know like i you know that yeah, yeah. cliche and they yeah. do it <laughs> and they do it but they do it on a real bus so Lil Rel Howery is on the bus, like, and then Eric Andre runs up to it and stops it. This is all hidden camera stuff. Stops it, like in a fucking rom-com, gets on the bus, and is like, and literally does this whole speech, like, that whole generic movie speech, like, yeah. <laughs> in a bus, and all these people are, like, watching it, and then when they finally are like, you want to go to New York with me? And they're like, yeah. And then everybody just like starts like clapping and shit. And like, but wow. it's so, it's so funny because it's like, it like, like they're doing this like cheesy ass movie, but these people like 
don't really need it now. Like, it just started act like, it's so funny. Um, I, I like, so it's really, I, I really cool that way. It's actually I, I like, I like what these movies are going to do to filmmaking, even though I don't like watching <laughs> these movies. I think that what they are working on with really, it's, it's this continuous theme of like immersing our reality more and more with television. Yeah. It's kind of scary, but it's a valuable. It's valuable. You totally know, working towards towards I mean, like, like blending these two things. Code does. I mean, like, the thing that the mm-hmm. that like Eric Andre is like, he's just here to make you laugh, like a fucking goofy ass fucking time. Just fucking, but it, it, like that's what he says. But like I think like what he did was he kind of showed like a lot of the people in this movie are like genuinely good people that like he pranked. Like there's like a lot of like Sasha Cohen tries to kind of. Um, you know, show something about America, you know, like, goes these things and kind of, there's a, there's an agenda there where it's like revealing yeah. how racist the country is or how sexist the country is, and that's what makes him so brilliant, you know, like, prank movies are, that's why Borat was nominated for an Oscar, you know, it, you know, there's not, it's a fucking hilarious movie, an iconic movie, well, but there's well, something yeah. really interesting going on. Yeah. Which I think I think the other thing what the, these movies like this do is connected to in and of itself. Oh yeah. What their point is not in the format of that film specifically. In a way, actually, it is because he he does use real people for his performance and real reactions right. for that. But like I'm more thinking of the theme of it, which these films really reveal sort of how our identity are performances. So yeah. even though we as humans think that we're individual, it's just like, that's acting and I'm real, right? right? You gotta think it's just like, well, maybe not, you and know? You're just, just like prank, playing like, a part. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's what I love about like, hitting prank shit, cause it's just like, it kind of reveals, like when you're in a situation like that, you see these people like, reacting like a certain way and it almost shows like, there, like you don't know it's real. <laughs> you don't know, yeah. like you know, and like the, the some of these people that get pranked like have almost like identity crisis, like in yeah. front of you. It's well, really okay, cool. yeah, you know, which and I think that's a good, that's a great thing for these films. But I always think about being the person who's being pranked. That's what I always empathize with. Right. And that's the thing that, like, the thing in, in and of itself is another great example of like why I think I have such an adverse reaction to those movies because I think about that and it's just like I know how I would react and I would react like any other Joe Schmo, yeah, right? right? Yeah. Like how everyone would. I'm not special. I'd react like a human would, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm ashamed of that, even though it's what every human would do. I want to be special. I yeah, want to sure. like not be pranked, yeah, you right. know? So that frustrates me. And I think about like the situation, what he said, it's just like, like, don't think of what I do on the outside. You don't know who I am on the yeah. inside. That's what he was saying, yeah. like, in and of itself. Right. So that's the thing about, like, those movies. It's just, like, yeah, you are seeing the performance of their outward performance, but you don't get to know who those people are on the inside, yeah, right. you know? And in a way, that's kind of doing a disservice to them. Yeah. I, that's, well, they also, like, they also sign off to do it, you know? Like, when you pray nah. somebody, like, they have to sign and agree that, like, after they do it, could be in the movie. Um, right, which is which is which is which is great that they because do that, I think like also the end of the movie like this movie has a great uh, like end long cause of like all the people realizing it was a prank and like how much fun a lot of these people were like all like, like yeah, laughing yeah, and that's like the thing. oh my god yeah like you know like when you see someone you have to be like that because 
like more out did not do that, dude. More out the way that Sasuke and Cohen, I think that whole argument you're making is kind of the Sasuke and Cohen thing. Yeah. For sure. Because he, I don't have he a problem is, with doing, let me say, I don't have a problem with doing people that. into, you know, yeah. a guy who's in a rodeo going, fuck the gay people. Fuck those things. Yeah. You know, yeah. he has to trick that guy to sign. Like, he, the thing about that, that he's bore out all the fucking time. You know, all yeah. the time. The cameras are yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. You know, so like he has to that's like a whole other level of like holy shit. Uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. But you know, in case of their Andre, they're doing this one scene and when they get it, they're like, Cut, okay, everybody come out and you know, everybody's like, Oh fuck, okay, it was a prank. And there are yeah. blurred faces in there because so those people are like, I don't wanna be in the I don't movie wanna be because on the yeah. what I did was kinda <laughs> wrong, you know, or fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So. and I and I think that I think that that re, it's important to reveal, even though if you don't get to see, it's a disservice to necessarily not get to see those people in their entirety. Yeah. It's still important to reveal what are your outward reactions, yeah. right? Because that's the type of thing. Like I would like to think that it's like it's like a reaction where if I'm angry at something and I just like overreact or like call you stupid or like. Like, if I overreact and call you a stupid fucking yeah. retard yeah. for not liking Crouch and Dragon, you know, not be PC or something like that. You know, I might say that and be in the hint of <laughs> I'm not meaning it. I don't think you're fucking disabled, right? I don't think that. I am that. disabled, though. But, but if I... You are disabled. <laughs> but, if I, but, if I, but if I said that, I would have said that and not been able to take that back, you know? Right. That's an important lesson right. for myself to know... That like I have to learn how to deal with yeah. that. It's like I said that. I said that to your face, and yeah. me not meaning it doesn't take away the fact that I fucking said sure. it. You know, yeah. right. that's an important sure. thing to realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an important thing to reveal. Yeah. So yeah, that trick was fun. Um, Mortal Kombat comes out soon. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Did you see a trailer uh, for that? No, I had no Dude, idea. It looks like fun. You should like watch the trailer for that. Because they're Fuck, going R rated. Like they're oh really? yeah. They're going fucking the end <laughs> shot of the trailer is like someone's spine getting ripped out. That's sick. Yeah. I'm into that. Um so yeah, that's the, there's new movies coming out that we can see and that we can talk about. Now, yeah. That I well, by the time this comes out I'll be fully vaccinated, so yeah. We'll um, so, so let's let's just say I think that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is a buttery orgasm approved. Yeah, right. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Is uh, I don't for thick, <laughs> not oh, so much. I would approve it. Well, I approve. Approve so, we can, it. so let's do let's do a unison approve. Okay. Thick, thick, and butter. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I feel bad that I wasn't able to talk about it very deeply because okay. I just, I'm fried. And also, <laughs> also, I just, I can't recollect it very well because I just wasn't yeah. engaged. That kind of, well, I'll, I'll, I'll promise you this. This was a weirdly forgettable movie for me. Yeah, I, I promise you this. I love this movie. I'm going to watch it again and I'll probably watch it with you. I'll force you to sit down with me I'll at be some happy point to and we'll watch that. it together. I'm going back yeah. to you many times. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's what friends are for. They're the force to watch each other, to watch movies that and they don't someday, really like. Someday that's the point. I will force you guys to watch Punk Rock Love. And my heart will be broken when you're going to turn to me and say, I hated, I hated it. it. 
Yeah. You know? Adam Sandler's a fucking hack. A hack. I don't know who Paul Thomas really Anderson sucks. could suck. Why did you dick. waste your senior year <laughs> writing a 20 page paper about this goddamn movie? Waste of fucking time, dude. Waste of time. <laughs> I should see that movie. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. We haven't talked about a PTA movie, which is really bizarre. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, so we should definitely do that because there's a lot of movies I know that we a lot about about that's kind of a crime. Um, yeah, you do. You're kind of an expert a little, a little bit. bit. Um, so. <laughs> All right, everybody, we love you. Wait, 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 wait. What are we doing next? So we're gonna we do we're gonna do Godzilla versus Kong next week. And Justice and League. Justice League. Zack Snyder Justice League. Both of so them, dude. This will dudes. be an HBO Max <laughs> fucking episode. Um, yeah. And so I'm excited to I'm hearing good things about both. So I'm excited to do that. Watch this. I'm. I'm genuinely excited to watch Justice League. I'm gonna watch the bad version, bad version, yeah, the, the Zack the Snyder Whedon version, version, the Whedon yeah. version, and no, not the Zack, yeah, not the Zack Snyder version first, the Whedon version first, and then the Zack Snyder version. I got kind of excited when I remember when Chris Stuckman reviewed the original one. He's fucking, I mean, it's shit. It's like a yeah. B or something. Like, it's horrible. He's getting this, the new one a B plus or something. Like, he's like, dude, that's like, a dramatic improvement. Like, yeah, that's a dramatic great. improvement. So. I'm very curious to see it. Um, I was starting to make fun of it already when it had. I had. I. It I, was in, I, it's I in can't four three. The yeah, whole that's hilarious. Three. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see I, it. I, 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 st- I still can't believe that it's good. I'm so excited who, to watch uh, it because I can't believe it. it. Like, yeah, like, I don't yeah. know, but like apparently, it's it's significant improvement um, over yeah. the original one. Which I can totally see, but, um, alright, so we're gonna do that, we love you. follow us on Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, YouTube, and tell your mother, tell, tell your mom and father. father, and if you don't have a father, then tell your other mom, if you don't have another mom, that's cool too, I just tell your mom, or if you don't have a mom, just tell your dad, if you don't have your dad, Tell your fucking uncle. If you don't have one of those, tell well, a if dog you don't have or a cat. dad, well, you could have an uncle. Anyway, all right, let's, uh, yeah. you definitely have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell him, though, really. You don't actually have to tell anyone about our podcast. Yeah. If you want to, you can just look in the mirror and tell yourself. Look in the mirror, look in your full body mirror, buck ass naked, and say, hey, have you seen Thick and Butter? Listen to it before or seen it because yeah. we're on YouTube, as yeah. we said. Pre- YouTube! <laughs> 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 and as you look at your naked self, Custom you can reply, yes, I have listened to thick, listened and watched to Thick yeah. and Butter. Longest sign off of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.